Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. We're doing it two a week here at Sideshow Network. We got a great uh, show today. Uh, we have Jessica I on the show who's fighting this Saturday against Misha Tate. So I'm um, looking forward to talking to her as well as Kevin Lee, as well as the founder of Hempcorp. I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs. Their website is www.aiase.com. They have the greatest sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wooden, Marcus Allen, and hundreds of more. They sponsor fighters. They sponsor Marina for her last fight. They're really, really good people. Huge warehouse. Check them out at www.aiase.com. Also, remove a restoration. Has your business been vandalized by gang members? Have they destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore scratched and etched windows, and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Look, guys, your business image is very important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at RemoveItRestoration.com. That phone number is 1-888-424-9697 or go to RemoveItRestoration.com. Trust me, guys. These guys are awesome. The guy's name is Eric. I hung out with this, this dude. Great dude. Also sponsors fighters. Sponsor Roxanne Modafari. Who doesn't love Roxanne? Uh, I do. Trust me, guys. Uh, get rid of that graffiti and that vandalism. Also, Impact Rap. How many guys own or train on a heavy bag? All of you should be raising your hands right now. Have you ever wondered how hard you can punch your kick? Well, guess what? Now you can know because you can know who hits the hardest out of all your buddies and who can do the most damage in a round. The guys at Impact Rap have an affordable way of making your heavy bag tell you exactly how hard you hit and how often you hit. These guys, Impact, they came up with this thing called Impact Rap. It fits around your heavy bag and tells you how hard you can punch. I want to know how hard I can punch, right? You want to you improve your punching power? This is the place to do it. Impact Rap teaches you how hard, how often you hit. You can program it by round setting, the duration of each round, and the time in between. The display will show you the hardest strike, how many times it's been hit, and a round, and the average of force of all your strikes. You'll get stronger, faster, more deadly. You'll win more fights. Impact Rap is the shit. Now, the best thing is that the guys at Impact Rap have made a special offer for MMA Roasted listeners. That's you guys. If you pre-order the bag, the good guys at Impact Rap will give you $70 off. That's a lot of money. That's like three lap dances plus tip, which means you can make your heavy bag smart for only $189. I know Sean needs to work on his punching power, right? Uh-huh. So pre-order is your today. Go to impactrap.com www.impactwrap.com. Trust me, this is this this guy. He had, he had a dream. He's making it happen. And uh, you guys want to improve your striking? This is how you do it. Also, tip a fighter. Tipafighter.com, guys. Check it out. This is uh, a revolutionary way for fighters to get paid more. It's good for the fans. Good for the promoters. Good for the fighters. It's not a charity. 
It's 100% about pay for performance. You reward fighters for their exceptional performance. You're watching a fight, right? You're like, man, this guy won me some money. I like the way that guy just knocked that guy out. That was a great submission. He needs to be paid more. Guess what? Now the fans can do it. You can directly pay the fighters. Everybody wins. The majority of the fighters don't get paid enough to call it a profession. You tip other service providers, right? You give a, you give a cab driver a tip. You give a waiter a tip. You give a, uh, a bartender a tip. Your girl gives you a nice lap dance. You give her a tip. You tip all kinds of people. Well, now you should tip the guys who we enjoy watching every single week. Bust their ass. It's safe. It's fast. It's easy to do. Now, fighters... Your value is highest at the moment you wow the fans. We want you to maximize your benefit financially for that moment in real time. The length of a fighter's career is uncertain. Might be a year, might be 10 years, might be five years. You never know. You need to take advantage of what you're doing right now. You'll discover who your real fans are, the people who follow your career and actively support you. We're an, they're an independent organization, not affiliated with any promotion, agents, or gyms. They have over 60 years of global business experience. They are the right people to work with. I met these guys. These guys are the truth. Trust me on this. Now, promoters, they provide additional incentive to fighters at no cost. So uh, guys like uh, who are listening to this, Dana, Coker, Al, uh, Ali, Abdulaziz, all you guys, <laughs> your fighters are going to get paid more. Support your cause. It's good for the industry, and increased income opportunities for fighters will help to attract and retain talent. Closer fan and fighter interaction will help strengthen and grow the fan base. So... Tipafighter.com, T-I-P-A-F-I-G-H-T-E-R.com. Check them out on Twitter, at Tipafighter.com, or at Tipafighter. Trust me, this is, uh, this is this good stuff. Also, I want to thank our sponsor, HempCore, the ultimate hemp protein. Check them out at HempCoreStore.com, H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. It's a Canadian company. I'm half Canadian. I got to support my fellow people. It's gluten-free. It's GMO. Go to their website, check the ingredients. It only has one, hemp. Hemp core is used by fighters all over North America. It does not contain any illegal substances. You won't, pay, you won't fail a drug test. It can be used in drinks, food, super universal. Go to hempcorestore.com, use the MMA Roasted Podcast, use the promo ADAM, you get 15% off. That's ADAM at hempcorestore.com, H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. Time to start our podcast. What's up, guys? It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. I got with me in studio Bubba Jenkins. Current, What's up? What's up? Current Bellator fighter, two-time All-American wrestler, one-time national champion, a guy who defeated Jordan Burroughs. What was the score of the Jordan Burroughs wrestling match? Five to two. Five to two. Five Take to that, two. Burroughs, huh? <laughs> uh, he beat Jordan Burroughs in college, five to two, as well as a fellow comedian, really funny dude, helped me write a bunch of the sketches for the MMA Awards, Tyler Bowe, how are you? Good, what's going on, you guys? He also wrestled in, uh, in middle school, right? Uh, high school. Oh, uh, high school. I was kidding. I, I knew you wrestled yeah. in high school. <laughs> Two-time city champ. Two-time oh, city no champ. At one, uh, one, uh, 12 and a 119. Rep that city, dog. Rep that, that city. Now, what, Portland, what, what, Oregon. Port, you were a Portland, Oregon champion. Yeah, Portland Interscholastic League, the pill. Nice. There we go. All right. All three. We, we got three wrestlers here. One of us was slightly more successful than the other two, but, uh, but, but it's good. What was, what was your, like, your move like? Uh, I'm known for my super duck. 
He's super duck. Yeah, it's like a it's like a superhero kind of duck under that. Yeah, most men can't complete it. Nor do nor really. Watch. What do you, yeah. you duck under the arm or under the leg? Under the arm. Uh, nah. <laughs> and it's Sometimes, called the super duck. It's called the super. Did duck. you name it the super duck? Um, I didn't name it the super duck. I and I didn't even create the move. I'm probably just one of the most known for it. Probably one of the most famous for it. You can go to YouTube and that's all they got yeah. on me is really all my super ducks. I'm known for the super dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, once I fuck chicks, they're never the same, buddy. So anyway, uh, I had a good week. I had a show at a uh, at Flappers uh, Comedy Club. Thursday night and I actually I went on a date before with this girl I've been kind of seeing and got laid you, you ever get laid before a show uh yeah sometimes it could go either way at times times like it, it could drain you out a little bit where you're not like you're just like too relaxed yeah. and other <laughs> times it, 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 go, it, went, it goes well I, this one went well it good? Yeah. Good. Because you're kind of like an you you got a lot of energy like some angst on stage so oh, yeah. maybe that would that would pull that out of you but uh no this one was good now now do you do you uh do you have sex before fights? No. Now, yeah. how how often do you, do you cut off sex for fights? Uh, usually about thirty days. Thirty days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's like your wife fiending. Usually after the fights, when we uh, receive most of our kids, <laughs> but I only have one son. Um, but we're doing a good job of keeping that to a low number. But after fights, it's on. No, no, no. Wrestling too. Uh, did did wrestling? Did you wrestling? It was different because I was younger and. I didn't have a wife and things at that time. But so. did you? So you had sex before wrestling matches? Yes, I did. But fighting, you're like thirty days, women weak in knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that night, are yeah. you just? I mean, do you last like twelve seconds or no? It depends. It depends. <laughs> I'm gonna play a new game with you. I mean, this new this new game, and I thought about it yesterday, is called dodgeball. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I would possibly get a phone call or a text from my mom after the show, I'm gonna call dodgeball. <laughs> and if I can, if I lose a kiss or just a hug from my wife, I'm gonna call dodgeball. And if there are sponsors out there that are thinking skeptically of me. I'm gonna call dodgeball. Oh come on! So when you when you give me a question and it's 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 borderline, you know what I'm gonna say? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Wait, did your wife hear the last podcast? Yes, yeah, she did. And what did she say? Dodgeball. Oh. <laughs> she was upset, really? No, nah, she wasn't upset. She just uh, you know, well, she, I think you should. She thought she thought I was trying to swim my way out of a lot of things that uh, <laughs> that you tried to drag me under in. So he you know. talked about banging how he likes to go down on his wife. Nah. How, how she totally shaves. That's her badge. the super duck, right? And um, somewhat. This, yeah. Yes. Do you super duck your yes. wife in bed or no? Yes, I, I pull out all kinds of great moves in bed. Really? Yeah, my wife's my wife because you know. Do you ever duck? Under a suplex on a bed and just bang her in the ass? No, oh, no, no. Super, no, no, we don't do that. I think you should up super the dodgeball dodge by actually bringing a dodgeball and throw, <laughs> throw it at Adam every time he asks you a question dodge you don't want to answer. Dodge I like ball. this. I like the super duck game. So, uh, so then, I, then I did a show. Uh, I did a show at uh, the Ice House, which was uh, the crowd was amazing. I love on the Friday Ice night. House. It was one of those. You ever have a set where like. They're laughing too much where you're like, don't trust them. You're like, wait, what's yeah. going on here? Like, this, is, this, yeah. is, this is a little too easy. I'm like, not that funny. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. Like, are there mental patients in the crowd or something? Did someone just get released? <laughs> it was one of those. And then Saturday, I did a show at the Ha Ha. I'm on stage. And there's a guy sleeping in the back, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess he was a friend of the comic, but he's sleeping. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, you know, it's a good show when the audience is dead. I'm like, I literally killed the crowd. <laughs> so I, I, everyone's looking at this guy sleeping. And then he wakes up and he, he's laughing. He's like, sorry, man. Uh. 
you know, I had a really strong drink. So I was like, what is it? Is it your friend Bill Cosby? You know? Oh. So then, <laughs> then, then there was this guy who was like fat, right? Some fat guy that was heckling the whole time. And he's like, he's a lightweight. I'm like, well, you're not a lightweight, sir. <laughs> so like, you got bigger tits in the entire you, room. You do good with your hecklers, though. Oh. I, I was at one of your shows and um, guy was like, get off the stage. And you're like, no. I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. You, you leave. You oh, yeah, that mean? guy was being a dick. That guy yeah. was sleeping, too. Yeah, he was sleeping. I don't know what it was. He looked like Big Bird. You were joking on him. He had a big-ass, <laughs> bright-ass yellow shirt on. Yeah, Something about your funny. cadence lulls people to sleep. I swear to God. I just You're a little sleeping. too relaxed, as you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Probably got laid for that show. I didn't. I did not get laid in Vegas at all. I got no pussy in Vegas. <laughs> I, was, I, I went to a couple of those fighter parties, and I, you know you have to be careful who you hit on. Like I went up to yeah. one chick. I'm like, so... uh uh, how, what are you doing here? One girl was like, I'm Chad Mendez's sister. I'm like, all right, I'm going to move to the other side of the room right now. Yeah. <laughs> My hunting days are over. I just came to party and hang out and uh, and try to sign some tip of fighters. Yeah. Well, but. you did. By the way, tip of fighter, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, people are really starting to get into it. And yes. I think this is going to change the game. Yeah. You get some pushback to it. You know, anything that's going to be changing or new or innovative, people are going to have some things to say. Like you were saying earlier, you know, you put up a video of you curing cancer and someone's going to be like, oh, well, I, I know three guys that can cure cancer that way. You know? Yeah. You're going to have some pushback. But for the most part, man, it's a really positive thing. A lot of people are out there really loving the fact that we're trying to get, you know, fighters paid more and we're trying to get the fans closer to their fighters. You know, they can well, feel like they have a, a part of investment in well, it. Well, we were talking about it. Like, uh, I was looking through the underground and someone had a picture of him and uh, Sarah Kaufman at a, at a security, at a concert. She's working she working security like at a concert. Top five fighter in the world. Top five fighter in the world and she's working at a summer concert, which is nothing wrong with working security. I'm not yeah. bashing security guards. That's, uh, we need security guards, especially at concerts. However... You know, she's one of the top five fighters in the world. There's something wrong with being a professional athlete <laughs> but, and having a but side job. she's one of the top three security guards in the world. <laughs> For sure. Maybe top that's her, security in the may, world. Maybe that's her passion. I would, yeah, well, you right, you would not see, like you were saying, that one of the top five kickers in, in, in the NFL is not working security. Maybe no, he's driving a Rolls Royce somewhere. One of the, the top Royce three somewhere. on the team isn't, yeah. isn't, isn't, and it's, I mean, so until you have that, like we had Vince Pichel on the show. Mm. He works AAA during the day. Uh, we had Al Jermaine, who's one of the top guys. He's a substitute teacher at a, at, a, at a school. You know, you have guys that are, I mean, personal trainers. You have guys that are working these jobs when 80 percent of the fighters in the sport can't get paid for what they're fighting for or can't do the things they're actually fighting for it's, it's a little bit of a problem and that's not a, a knock on the big promotions it's a knock on the whole uh, organization as it is you know the, the way things are set up it's crazy how boxers can get paid all this type of money just because of the way they set up things now this is something that we're trying to set up and help for the fighters to organize the whole thing and get people paid from it yeah and that, that's the thing and sometimes you know Look, the guys tip a fighter, they're making the fighters more money. And that's that's what I think. These guys, you know, personally, you know, I booked the TV show. I can't really talk about it. But then the next couple days later, I had an audition for a movie. And it's the first movie I've booked in a long time. Why did I book that movie? Because I, I knew I had something else going along. You know, I think a lot of times you get a lot of these fighters who are fighting to keep their job. So mm -hmm. they're fighting not to lose not necessarily safe. To, not necessarily to win. They'll take you down and smother you. With, besides, without having to go out there and swing fists and get knocked. Out. Because if you lose, you lose half your check sometimes. I think the problem with that too, though, is you're, you you might be winning fights but losing fans. Yeah. And this tip of fighter you're just thing. Trying to make sure you do it. Yeah. The, the way tip of fighter works, it's like the the. 
the more dynamic of a fighter you are, the more fans you have. Hopefully, yeah, that's uh, the, that's you can uh, you can make some more money. The more exciting you are, the more rare yeah. moves you're doing, the more knockouts you get. More people are going to want to see you. Not only that, want to tip you for that. W- the more job awesome security, style. you yeah. know, that's the thing. It's like you, the job security is really important. I, I I know as a comic, you know, when I was. <laughs> Negative six hundred dollars in my bank account, which was probably the first ten years of doing a comedy. I remember being on Last Comic Standing, and you know, I think I got like fourteen hundred an episode or something. Mm -hmm. And then I wasn't even worried about the winning the half a million dollars, whatever it was. I was worried about getting on the next episode because (laughs) I literally I remember being on television, having checks bounce while I'm on TV, and that's not a fun way to live. And I understand that you have to go through all that shit in order to make it. At the same time, the more money you have, I think the happier you are, maybe the less stress you have to worry about, and maybe the more you can focus into fighting. And at what point do you think, as a fighter, when you're on Bellator, when you're on UFC, I mean, those other organizations, like, what point did you make it? Because that is the professionals of, you know, that's the NBA for, uh, you know, basketball players, that's for fo- for um, wrestlers, MMA guys, that is the, the top level you can yeah. go to. So at that point, you would say, you know, if I'm in one of these organizations, I will be considered one of the top in the world I've made it I've done the amateur hour type of things and now I'm trying to get paid and yeah. a lot of times it's you know where it's, where it's getting lost that, by the way guys uh, sorry to interrupt I went out with Marina last night we went out for dinner uh, so I thought she was going to be here what happened no Where's she's she coming she's calling in tomorrow but okay. Marina a lot of you guys are wondering how's Marina she's, she's great uh, she's, she's training she's, she's going home for a couple weeks to, uh, to Albany to be with her family she looks good though I gotta say uh, she looks hotter than ever that's all that really matters no no she, she, no she looks good she's in good spirits she was laughing she'll be back on the podcast uh, she's a cool chick and um, it was funny because uh, I, I, I periscoped our meeting because I wanted the fans and everyone's like are you on a date and I was like yes and she's like no we're not on a date <laughs> <laughs> she's making sure they know yeah she has to make sure that, to know we're not on a date um, what were you going to say Tyler I just was going to say it's crazy I think that uh, you were saying that the, you know you, the promotions like Bellator and UFC and stuff like that you, you guys are at the highest level you're at the elite level and it shouldn't be an issue for you guys to be worried about the money that you're making because you can't go higher than that but it's crazy that as comics we kind of have that thing in uh, in common because there's a lot of comics that like you know are at a, a pretty high level in what we do and are still uh, barely making a living. Oh, absolutely, especially at comedy clubs. I mean, the thing is like you you have to be in L.A. to like be around where the auditions are because mm-hmm. they'll call you. Even when I did Leno, they call me that day. They're like, hey, can you be here in an hour? Yeah. That's how I'm like. Uh, I got to coach middle school wrestling. I had to cancel wrestling <laughs> to do Leno. I'm Sorry, on, kids. I'm on the way yeah. to Jay Leno. I had to have. I had to buy a pair of jeans. I didn't have a clean pair of jeans. Yeah. I stopped off at Old Navy to get jeans. I had my dad bring me one of his shirts. Iron it. That's the thing. I mean, auditions are last minute. But the problem with LA is, you don't get paid that much because there's so many. You go to the improv. It's like the lineup. Dane Cook, Daniel Tosh, yeah. uh, Louis C.K. Uh, I mean, that, those are Jeff Ross, all on one night. Uh, so it's basically a showcase city. So even if you're like, I, I remember doing the doing the improv one time, getting a check for like twenty four dollars or something. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, wow, like I, I, I made I, it. I made it. Meanwhile, yeah. the three drinks I ordered was like twenty six. I still was down two dollars. <laughs> so it, pay it's to just, play. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, uh, 
MMA, Bellator, Friday night. Did you watch it? I didn't get to see it, man. I was uh, on my way to a camp, but I have it recorded. You're in Bellator. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I do know my boy MVP got a job done. I was sad to hear that Lima did not. Yes. Um, I didn't get to see the fights, but I, I got them all. I always record them. I, I usually, if I'm there, I usually always watch them. Oh, really? If you're, I, I mean, them. if you're at the th- event, you'll watch it? Wow, no, that's just no, a No, I mean, big... if I'm sitting on the couch, I'm definitely <laughs> oh, going to okay. turn on Bellator. Bellator got some exciting fights, so I'm always going to check Bellator out. But I had to go, like we said, I had to go make some camp money. You know? Of course. And I was in the hills. I didn't have no service. I didn't have a Pandora. I didn't have a TV. I was I was definitely sad about it. So but MVP. It happened. All right. So this guy, Michael Venom Page, who I am not yet sold on. Okay. I understand yeah. he's a 10-time world champion kickboxer, right, right. That, which... Uh, which which what I understand that that's a huge deal. Yeah. Although I guess the world world champion kickboxer is thrown out a little more than like let's say NCAA champion wrestler. Yeah. But who knows? I, I mean, ten time it's pretty fucking good. And this guy reminds me a lot of Prince Nassim uh, in his prime. Uh-huh. He does this very unconventional stuff, kind of a, even Roy Jones, mm-hmm. but hands down, crazy speed, crazy kicks. Completely flashy. His style. That's his amazing style. But they have yet to put him against a wrestler. Uh, I mean, look, uh, you know what? Steve Thompson did pretty damn good against Jake Ellenberger. They put him up against a wrestler, but they've yet to put him against a prime. What was what he? 170? Yeah, 170. Uh, I want to see how he does against the upper echelon, uh, a top 10 guy. To see if he could pull this out. A name like it, who? Who do, who do, it's who really hard to showboat off of your back. Uh, yeah. Extremely um, <laughs> hard. Uh, well, in the UFC, I mean, there's a bunch of guys I, I would yeah. put him against. You know, right. any one of those. I mean, yeah, but, uh, Johnny Hendricks or you know, what some of those. You, you don't think it would go well for him? No. <laughs> Why? Well, well, because Johnny Hendricks is the champ in UFC. Yeah. And he's got power. It 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 only takes one half of a punch for for him to hit. But but. It, we gotta see, but even like a Tyron see. Woodley uh, in the UFC. And uh, who are the 170 Bellator guys? Oh, man, you put me on the spot. I, <laughs> I watch, I watch the small 55 guys and the big 35 guys. Anybody that can possibly come across my my desk anytime, yeah. that's who I'm watching. But, right. Um, you gotta, you gotta. I want to see him against one of those guys. I, I, I honestly, I'm not saying I'm doubting him. I really want to see him. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of this guy. This guy yeah. is exciting. He brings us a fucking certain brash he's British so uh, you know uh, I love seeing black British guys because they fucking <laughs> he you, almost sounds like he's Jamaican yeah, yeah. British accent yeah you don't expect the accent to come out yeah. he's extremely cocky extremely <laughs> confident but he's backs it up he's undefeated at the same time I, I common wisdom just natural I just can't see how this is gonna is gonna work out for him well, but we'll see I mean, only like, time will tell like we you know we'll t- only time will tell but Bellator stop matching them against 13 and 11 guys uh, okay <laughs> I, I mean seriously enough is enough uh, I want to see him against Ben Askren a guy like Ben Askren obviously but stop seriously I, I understand you you want to showcase him that's the thing about Bellator that I I like and I don't like it a lot of these fights I watched it were like Saturday morning wrestling when they like Hulk Hogan versus Barry Horowitz. Yeah. Remember they had like these these fucking studs, yeah. and then they had these guys you've never heard of. Like uh, that's sort of what. Uh, and anytime a guy just had a regular name, you know, <laughs> it, you knew it wasn't going to go well for you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Davidson, who <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Undertaker versus 
Jimmy Carlson. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Billy Goldberg. Again. No, that's the thing. I mean, that's uh, like, for example, the Paul Bradley, Chris Honeycutt fight was great. That was actually, it was a solid wrestler. Uh, Honeycutt was a, a national finalist. Mm-hmm. Paul Bradley was a two-time All-American. Bradley was older. He was basically two guys that had the same style. Mm-hmm. The fight got stopped due to a clash ahead in the second. But wow. it, was, it was a good wrestling match. You're just messing up. All my afternoon for well, I don't care. To, this is yep. this is the MMA roasted <laughs> podcast. It was a clash of heads. Uh, we'll see. But like for example, uh, Brennan Ward fought yeah. this guy, Roger Carroll. Like this was an example of a fight that never should have happened, which I like Bellator for because it's a, you really see guys showcase. But I don't know who's sanctioning this guy. Roger Carroll looked like he had one day of striking at like a, a woman's Taibo class or something. And I mean, uh, he was good on the ground, but it looked like he had never taken a striking class. And Brennan Ward just fucking demolished him. I mean, it was it, it was a, the guy, that was annoying. And then of course uh, Paul Daly. Peed up some, some other poor guy yeah. and then called out Koscheck. I don't want to see that fight. Uh, Paul Bradley's going to murder Koscheck. Uh, back in Koscheck's prime, he he derailed the Paul Daly hype train. Yeah. But now it's it's not going to go well for Josh. It, it's it's just Josh has lost four in a row. Uh, he's the time off can definitely help though. You never know. Do you think there's a difference between giving a guy easy fights and sort of like grooming somebody like moving him up the ranks? Do you think MVP's just getting handed? They try. Bellator needs star power. Uh, yeah. So right now their star power is uh, like the geriatric division. It, it's 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 yeah. Tito Ortiz. Uh, it's, it's the uh, Living Legends tour. It's the Living Legends tour, which it's Kimbo Slice. It's Ken Shamrock. They got to start building up the MVPs of the world. They have a couple. They have good guys in the Mike Chandlers and the Bubba Jenkins. But these are these are solid guys that don't necessarily have like. Uh, you guys, you guys have flash. You're good fighters, up and good coming. solid guys. I, me myself personally, I'm up and coming. Yeah, they do a good job of building us and and um, I would say getting us ready for that big yeah. show and those big fights. You know. So this is what I'm saying. Do you like? Do you? Uh, as a fighter, do you want to like try to climb the ladder as fast as possible, or do you kind of want to take your time and like well, build, build a fan base? I did and both. In, in the beginning, I was climbing the ladder as fast as possible. Yeah. Let's get another fight. Let's get another yeah. fight. Uh, better fighter each time, you know, just to yeah. get that. And then now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, I'm starting to develop my skills. Now let's strategically plan it out so we can get to the top yeah. and then have those exciting fights against those bigger name guys. But you got you guys are so confident. I, I always wonder if like from the from day one, if you're like, I'm ready for the champ, or you like want to work. Sometimes <laughs> and, and 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 previous management was like, you're ready for the champ right yeah. now. You're ready for the champ, and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, hype me up. So I'm ready for the champ, but yeah. you know, after having sparring sessions and, and being with guys that aren't the champ, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, I probably should not let them gas me up like a car a little bit and yeah. and, and, and relax a little bit. But it's also, I mean, you, you come in there. like these guys like him and Caldwell mm-hmm. and this other guy that we do. I just saw uh, Honeycut. These guys are national champions, national finalists. They really are the champions in their field. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you've been competing for your whole life. So. It's a little different than a guy like, let's say, a Jeremy Stevens mm-hmm. or even the guy Kevin Lee we have. Kevin mm-hmm. Lee was a two-time national qualifier Division two, who mm-hmm. didn't finish college. He's going in there, but he wasn't the superstar buzz, yeah. pressure like there weren't expectations. Tons of pressure for sure. Expectations are crazy when you come to the sport. I remember watching Bubba. Uh, people were like, Bubba Jenkins is fighting uh, on uh, Spike.com at three in the afternoon yeah. against some guy I never heard of. And people were like, oh, here's a guy to watch. Right. And like, 
they're not, that's not happening to some of these other guys. Right, right. You know, it's good and bad, I think. It's yeah. good because you get that, that, that contract. Mm-hmm. That it, exposure it, as well, you know. It's and bad because if you're not what everyone expects you to look like, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm so hyped up. And then when I didn't, you know, come out and do cartwheel kicks and super ducks, people are like, oh, well, he's decent, I guess. You know, <laughs> but, you know we're still developing. As, well, I'm still developing. And, you know, it's like you said, it's good and bad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, that the the Douglas Lima uh, Koreshchev fight—I I purchased the guy's name. Go and tell me how did it, how to work. How to? It was it a very boring five round. Yeah. Grind it out. Andre won. Uh, ben Askren had the funniest tweet. He goes, "Watch two guys that I outstruck 114 to two compete for the title tonight." It was not the fireworks fight that like you'd expect. You think, but it was a, yeah, I thought it was gonna be some some sparks in that one. Yeah, but it was it was it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It it, it, it was just uh, it was two guys. It was a boring fight, but it was a gr- it was a it was a grinder. It was it was it was a grinder fight. Now um. Uh, the fight now also uh, Saturday morning. Do you, you watch UFC fights Saturday morning? I'm in the hills, bro. I told you the whole week, Friday to Monday, or well, till one o'clock this this morning, Monday. So I, you're coaching wrestling? I was camping. I was doing some camps out there. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. What what uh, camps were you at? Um, I was at the camp for one of the old coaches around here, Coach Glassy. It's called the Battle Camp. It was pretty cool. A lot of kids came out. Actually, Metcalf came in. An hour before I left, and people were like, "Oh, we want to see that." I'm like, "No, I don't wrestle anymore, but I'll punch his ass." <laughs> you want to fight Brent Metcalf? I, I would, yeah, I would want to fight Brent Metcalf for sure. Really? Yeah, I, we, I wrestled him seven times in college, and I came away with zero wins. So you owe seven against Brent Metcalf. 0-7. Wow! I wow. wrestled him in the Big Ten during the dual meet for the title for for the NCAA championship. I was up four to one, and in Iowa, I was up six to one, and I, <sighs> I lost every time. Let me ask you this: Do you think um, do you think he's that much better than you, or there's? I, I feel like sometimes there are guys that just like have your number. There's guys that just have your number. You think he there's just guys that he lost to that I've beaten? Yeah, you know I mean, so it, he he had my number. I got set up a couple of times too because I actually on a two day notice I got flown out in a helicopter to go wrestle him on a boat. I had to lose twelve pounds. What? And then when I got sounds there, like Lionheart. A boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we wrestled on um for beat the streets. We wrestled on the um a, a carrier. Yeah, a U.S. A U.S. carrier. It was you know outside, had tons of people there, big ballers there, and a lot of you know NFL players. It was New York City. How do you blow a six to one lead? <laughs> it was in Iowa, bro. Those walls <laughs> caved in on me. Man. <laughs> they, were, they were starting to yell, and I mean, I, I was young too. You know, I was I was just. Freshman, sophomore, I'm not sure, but those walls just kept coming. I mean, he kept coming and coming like he does, you know. And I and I'm I'm appreciative of his style now. You know, I don't have any animosity towards his towards his wrestling career now. He's representing America, and I'm I'm hoping he goes off and wins the Olympics and things like that. He's a guy I, I competed. Was against. he a dick to you or no? Yeah, we almost fought um, before the Big Ten finals. Why? What happened? I I I won my semifinals match. You know, he won his. You know, I was up in the crowd and I went to shake his hand. I was like, "Hey, good luck tomorrow night." Because once you wrestle, well, Friday you wrestle the championships the next night. And I was like, "Hey, good luck." Um, you know, for the title tomorrow night. And I went to shake his hand, and he just kind of just looked at me. And that's th- their Iowa style. They're just kind of bland and no emotion kind of guys. Yeah. And and I, he 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 just left my hand out there, and I was like, "Yo, if I wouldn't get kicked out of possibly going to the national tournament and kicked out of this finals match, I would beat the hell out of you." And that's why I've always been wanting you to fight him. him. Yeah. And I told what, what, right what do you say back? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He just ignored you. Just as if I wasn't standing there. He just looked at me, and I was like, "Yo." If, if I wasn't gonna get kicked out of here for beating the hell out of you, I would I would beat the brakes off you right now. Is he going into MMA? 
Never. Never. You would, you would fuck him up in MMA? I would be his debut. <laughs> I would be. I would make sure no league signed him unless I was his debut, damn it. <laughs> By the way, I heard from people that train with that kid. What's his name? The kid? Pico? Pico. That yeah. he's the real deal. And the MMA, he, he's got amazing boxing. His wrestling is, is like is top notch. Tyler, dodgeball. <laughs> You're not going to comment on this? Dodgeball. Cool. But, but last time you went off on him. No, nah, I didn't go off. I was just making sure that. You said he was hype. No, uh, no, I think that he's real. You know, don't don't get me wrong. But there's a certain ladder to these things. You know, there's a certain waiting process. Yeah. You know, they call him the real deal, but he's never wrestled in college. You know, there was a lot of real deal guys in high school that never all American college. I remember uh, I wrestled Todd <laughs> Beckerman. You know, Todd Beckerman. Uh huh. I wrestled him in high school. He was a four time national champion, and he just beat the shit out of me in wrestling camp. Uh, I, it was Ken Chertow's wrestling camp. Mm-hmm. I've done and, a couple for him, too. And then uh, and then this kid went on, and he never... He, he was an All-American a couple times, but he never had the success he had in college. And it happens all it's the time. It's a different level. It happens all the time, where guys are just awesome in high school, undefeated, state champ, national, Fargo, all this, and they get to college, and they're like, man, I can't deal with the schoolwork, the partying, and the wrestling at that high level and mix it all together for four years or five years. That's uh, an accomplishment in itself, to get it, to be on the mat, to get your schoolwork done and be able to graduate and, you know, to have a good social time. You know, right. most people go to college. Uh, when, not, when you're not an athlete, you go for your education and, and yeah. have a little fun. How many threesomes do you have in college? Dodgeball. <laughs> See? See? I'm glad. I'm glad we implemented these rules. I'm, I'm good at this. We implemented implement shit. You implemented hey. your own rules. Hey. We, there's no we here. Dodgeball. We, oh come on, really? Dodgeball. Uh, right. How about next time you bring your wife and then she'll give you a thumbs up, thumbs down <laughs> if you can, if she's okay with you answering the question. Yeah. yeah. Next time, I'll, just like a little bell. Be like, Wait, so your wife is white, right? She's white and black. White and she's black. Mixed. Yeah. Right. Mm. She's mixed. Yeah. She's mixed. Nice. But does she have real boobs? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. <laughs> absolutely. How big are her boobs? Dodgeball. Oh. <laughs> you can't tell us how big your wife is. I knew they were going to go there. See, I the problem is you there. say that. Now he's just going to get on Facebook or try to find oh, some I'm profile pics or something. Find her. Find her. She's hot out. as hell. My She's wife, hot as hell? My, my wife is blazing. Blazing? Blazing. Nice. Bye. And she lets you do everything? Doggy style? Everything? Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You, when you get a wife, you'll you'll understand these questions. You'll look back at these questions. and You'll be like, you know what? That was so that wait, was, wait, that was dodgeballable. Well, your nickname is the Highlight Kid, right? Right. You ever bust on her back? You'd be like the Highlight Kid. No, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely. You never done that? No, He's a I might I might and... yell the Unicorn Slayer every now and then. <laughs> you, you yell that during bed? <laughs> nah, it's a. I don't think I'm familiar time, with though. that move. You ever no. bang her and be like, take that Metcalf? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not. When I'm with my wife, I'm not. I'm definitely not thinking of any other man, <laughs> let alone another wrestler, for sure. All right. So anyway, Saturday morning fights. They had uh, the fights at seven o'clock in the morning Saturday. I, I woke up. I, I said, watching MMA in the morning is like getting a hand job. You know, not my first choice, but I'll do it. <laughs> I actually had a girl one time give me a foot job. You ever, you ever got a foot job? Uh, Dodgeball. Yeah. You guys are yeah. the biggest pussies, man. So yeah. this one chick, I swear. Uh, this happened a while back. I'm a job creator. We'll just say that. W- really? What does that mean? What are you, <laughs> what are you fucking Steve Jobs? No. <laughs> He's an equal. So this employer. chick wanted to give me a, a jerk me off with her feet one time. Yeah, that was actually. Uh, but she used lotion on her feet, and she was very talented. She was like she was a, a, a yogi. 
So uh, she had really good. Anyway, so um, <laughs> uh, Marcus Bremage felt bad for him. He, he got knocked out in one minute. Yeah, that's my boy. I like Marcus. He's a good. He's a good dude. I, but he's been knocked out a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems to get stopped a lot. And uh, was his was his last fight before that with the what, McGregor fight? No, McGregor. No, no. He, he got knocked. Out, he he got stopped by Cody Nolove. His last fight. Oh, he moved up to fifty five. Uh, forty five. Uh, he fought this guy. And he got knocked out again in like a minute and a half. I just think that maybe MMA, I don't know. It just seems like when guys get knocked out three out of the four fights, it's just, you know, he's a good, solid wrestler, mm-hmm. fun guy, but his, his chin may not have it anymore. And uh, A lot of people been in wars in them gyms, man. A lot of times that'll shorten your, your career out there in the lights when in the room, in the gym, you're banging in like you are. Yeah, you gotta be smart. He keeps going across. He keeps going overseas and getting knocked out by these Europeans, and uh, uh, that was rough. Robert Whiteford won. He's he's been on our podcast before. He trains over at American Top Team. You mm-hmm. ever train with him? No, I haven't. I haven't. But I know that um, I follow a lot of ATT guys on you know social media, and they were definitely loving the fact that he won. Yeah, you know? he's from Scotland. Uh, the kid's tough, real yeah. tough. Uh, I'll tell you who looked great was Joanne Calderwood. Uh, uh, Bad Mofo Jojo is her nickname. <laughs> uh, she she fought this girl Courtney. I Kaysa. heard that was an exciting fight. Awesome fight, fight. Of, fight of the yeah. night. Uh, fight of the morning actually, but it was <laughs> they were going at it. Yeah. And uh, something about that girl is hot. She's all tatted up. <laughs> I, I fucking I love the accent. She's like whispers almost. She's got a you beautiful got a little face. fetish on her. I would say fetish. I, little, I would just, crush. I would just love to take her to fucking school. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a very short class, but um, but yeah, JoJo's fucking. I don't know, man. That, those those brunette with the fucking tattoos. I would, I would tear that ass up. Is what I'm trying to say. I that, that she's a, she's a good chick. She's 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 tough. Yeah, she's hot. Pretty girl. She'll whoop your ass out. She will absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, you ever banged the fighter? Nope. You, Tyler? Nope. Uh, no. By the way, I went to Tyler's. Tyler's like, hey, man, come to my 4th of July party. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. There'll be girls there. There'll be music. Yeah. I get there. It's three pregnant girls <laughs> with their husbands <laughs> and two couples. I've never felt like more of a fucking loser. I, I felt like... You like, came with a pocket full of rubbers. <laughs> like, oh, every, damn it. Yeah, everybody was pregnant or had kids. Uh, there was no yeah. chicks there. I said I said pool party. I didn't mention the pool was about three feet across. <laughs> yeah, and the pool was three six feet inches deep and full of kids I, I, yeah I've never felt more like a loser in my life I, I, I went to a porn party after that I was like oh these are my people I, I swear to god and then I was like hey, I appreciate you coming by though uh, so, so then, and then Tyler's wife is pregnant right so I'm like oh is it a boy or a girl he, and he's like I'm hoping for a boy because I know how guys like you are I'm like oh, fucking thanks Tyler making me look like a fucking even more of a creep uh, dude it was it was bad and meanwhile I'm trying to t- t- take Tyler to Vegas to go to watch MMA with me and his pregnant wife hates me because it is because yeah. I'm Absolutely. Actually, he actually enjoys <laughs> Absolutely. it. Yeah, dude. No more parties at your house. Fuck that, dude. It's, it's me, you, and chicks. Not what are, what are the couples? I was the only single guy. Uh, I had one other single buddy, and he also came and then left and went to another party. Yeah, so. I was like, uh, yeah. Good- I'm at I'm at that point though, man. I got I'm married. I got one kid, another oh, on the way, it. and it's uh, a lot of couples. I can and, dig uh, it. The good thing about your parties is that any other party seems that much better. <laughs> After leaving, thanks a lot. After leaving your party, I'm like, this is fucking. I'm in heaven right now. This is so much better. Uh, so Evan, Evan Dunham, Evan Dunham won. He beat Ross Pearson. Ross Pearson got out of an armbar. Like this armbar was so deep. I've seen. Pictures, I did man. see that, and I'm always. I, I, I got a root for Evan Dunham, hometown boy from Oregon. Uh, 
Big fan of his. Oh, thanks for the commentary. Now, Bubba, how do you how do you get out of these armbars like that? Man, that at that point when it's that deep, and I saw pictures of it because we all know I did not see the fight. But it, one is pure toughness. Two, it's mental ability. You know, you're just like, okay, I know I'm stuck, and I gotta fight this some kind of way. A lot of heart goes into something like that. But you know. To, to get out the way he did, you know, the way I heard he did, it was, he just pure hearted it. You know what I mean? There was no technique behind it. At a certain it. point, though, are you like, it's worth breaking my arm for this? Not I. No, sir. Not me. Right. Um, for a choke, yeah, it's worth going to sleep. To me, if you're if you're choking me and it's not like a crank or it's not, and I'm just like out of breath from being suffocated, then it's worth taking that little 10, 15 second nap. You know, sometimes you need a nap. But <laughs> when it's a limb lig- ligament or something like that, it's not worth it because you then you're out for how much longer but know? how how do you know though like at what point because like, that happened to me in the gym that's what my, my acl got torn because i'm like i can get out of this move and then pop yeah you well there's sometimes you don't know you're like you know what? i think i got another six inches of stretching in that arm or something like that and you're like oh maybe i didn't <laughs> you know yeah. after it snaps you're like oh I i'm gonna go ahead tap. and say it's probably not worth not tabbing in the gym <laughs> i was yeah. so stupid yeah. I read this oh fucking, yeah article about phil phil davis he writes this interview he goes there's some days I go to the gym where I'm like I'm not tapping no matter what and then I'm like yeah <laughs> I'm like I'll try that <laughs> like I didn't realize that like I'm not in the UFC I have nothing to prove oh, there's uh, no paycheck there's no lights that, there's that, no Phil, TV you camera you let Mr. Wonderful gas you up man Mr. Wonderful trolled me into fucking <laughs> carrying my ACL I'm such an idiot because I was like I'm not tapping today no matter what some guy has me got in a, the heart of a national champ some guy has me in an electric chair uh, an Eddie Bravo move I didn't tap and then I just heard pop the whole gym stopped oh. the gym across the the street stop. That's how fucking loud. <laughs> that people, people started like an ambulance already showed up. I didn't even have to call an ambulance. That's how bad it was. And now I gotta wait till September because once you get your ACL fixed, you have to, you're on crutches for a week. Yeah. And I keep booking work, which is great. Yeah. But I keep prolonging this fucking uh, thing. So now all I can do is lift and run, and I fucking hate it. I go to mm-hmm. the gym. Mm-hmm. I, I go to Gold's Gym. It's like $12 a month because like one treadmill works out of the fucking 12. <laughs> Everyone there is on roids. I mean, the women have beards. Like, I just I just want to go there and leave. Like, yeah. I go there. There's nothing fun about this gym. I, I don't feel better about my life. I like, it's just, it's hard. People are on such steroids. I want to take pictures with them and post it on like Instagram. But these people aren't even famous. But I just want to take pictures with them and be like, just because I know I'll get funny comments. Yeah. It's right. fucking so They can't wipe their asses in that gym oh, I, me and Uriah were walking in Vegas one time and we saw this dude not too long ago Uriah Hall? we saw I don't know who he was I don't think he was a famous Uriah Faber you saying yeah you're right yeah, yeah. well I forgot there's more than one Uriah yeah. Yeah. yes me and the Uriah Faber were uh, walking in the casino and this dude was one of his arms were the size of Uriah I mean he fucking huge could not wipe his ass for sure could not reach in his back pocket just that type of big dude you know what I mean? he's What's definitely I'd much rather know how to fight than to look good I understand maybe you get more pussy looking that way but maybe I not look, but I you know what I every time, a lot of girls that are into that though. every time yeah. I see a fucking shredded guy he has a, a fucking chick that's like one chromosome away from being a dude like <laughs> uh, honestly <laughs> like, they look like lifting partners they look like lifting partners yeah, spot me baby spotter. yeah they never, <laughs> nah, and that's the girl these girls are never hot they're they're always like they have jaw lines you know these girls and, and they just they look like they have like back knee yeah and uh, I mean I still fuck them but, but, but I'm telling you like it's, it's never like ugh anyway so uh, Evan Dunham won he beat Ross Pearson Ross Pearson I think um, 
uh, I think I don't know if he's still training in San Diego, but something. He, he's one of these guys that gets to that level, but sit, can't seem to get over that next hump. You know, he loses to the Ally Quintas, to the Evan Dunhams, and uh, and he's a good fighter. Yeah, he yeah. he can't seem to put like a good string of wins together though. This guy had a fun. I actually wrote a joke today. I go because they, they gave me all these American Icon autographs, gave me all these things that all these pictures. So I go, whoever comes up with the funniest joke gets. I've seen so if, I, if, I, if I like the joke, I'll actually be like, hey, can I use that for the text, text chat? <laughs> like it's a good way yeah. to get some jokes. But somebody wrote a. Uh, somebody said uh, uh, that uh, Michael Chiesa has no website because he can't put three W's in a row. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was that was fucking great. I, that, that was funny. It's oh, a good man. joke. That's a good joke. Oh, Solid yeah. joke. Yeah. A solid joke. And then someone good. said uh, about Shogun, if he's in any more wars, America's going uh, to invade him. <laughs> oh. That was another good joke. Oh, my God. These are some solid jokes. So anyway, so Bisbing, that fight. Uh, I thought Bisbing won the fight, but, you know, it was a tough fight for him. First of all, this guy, Talos Leitas, came, he's come a long way. I remember he lost a couple times to that. That's or he lost to that's, that's He went from fighting Anderson Silva to losing to that psycho guy that I've actually rolled with, wrestled with. That guy with the crazy hair and mohawk that always hangs out with mayhem. Forgot this guy. He's a tough guy. Anyway, I've seen him. I know, I know who you're talking about. Guy with crazy I, blonde hair. Yeah, He's like borderline about. homeless. But uh, <laughs> so Talos has won eight fights in a row, uh, and you know. Michael was backtracking most of the fight. He was he was uh, what did they say uh, on his heels on his heels. He I gave him the first second. Well, maybe that's because his toe was all jacked up. He couldn't be on his toes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> happened his, there? I his, saw on his, on his horse, right? If you're on your horse, bicycle. Uh, on your bicycle, right? So Mike, Mike, I thought he won the fight in MMA rules, in old school pride rules. He might not have won the fight because in the third round he was hurt way more than he had ever had Talos latest hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but he won the fight. Uh, it was well, that, close. A lot of times that leaves a lasting uh, effect on the judges. You know, it's the last round, so it's kind of like okay, they've omitted the other two rounds, especially the first. You know, they don't remember it, or you know, the last thing they're seeing is you getting your ass whooped, kind of thing. So they kind of, you know, oh, well, what'd you think? I think that last round he, he almost lost. You know, so they they go with that. It, it was a very close fight. People were seemed to be kind of angry at like Michael for oh, Matt Horwich, by the way. That's what I'm talking about, Matt. Oh. Or it's a crazy guy with the hair. Um, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not going to hate. Bisbee's been in enough wars, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he needed he needed this win after he he, he fucking called out Hendo and uh, Bel- Belfort. He said, "I want to beat those motherfucking cheaters, assholes." He's still angry about that. I like watching Bisbee fight. I give Bisbee a lot of credit because if you stood next to Bisbee, like his eyes are going in completely different directions. <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, a lot of guys would have quit. Yeah, I, I literally. I, he could look at like like Dave Tell used to have a uh, have a joke. Uh, I need a hooker with a lazy eye to keep one eye on the cop while she's blowing me, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which is one of my favorite jokes he's ever told. But he, I, his I eyes actually are, have a lazy eye. Yeah, that's why I wear glasses. I don't know if you guys can tell. They they, they stay pretty straight when I got them on, but it gets me in trouble sometimes. I was at a bar a couple of weeks ago. This guy gets up in my face. He's like, "You looking at me, bro?" I was oh, like, really? No, I mean maybe I could have been. I'm really <laughs> Our first guest is uh, the beautiful Jessica I. She's fighting Misha Tate this weekend. If she wins, she takes on Ronda Rousey or the winner of Rowdy versus Betch Carre uh, when they fight at UFC 190. Uh, before we talk to Jessica, I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs. They have the best autographs, signings, and everything else in between. Trust me, if you go to check them out at www.aiase.com. I've been to the warehouse. It's huge. Any sports person that you've ever 
thought of in the WWE, wrestling, uh, the same thing, baseball, football, MMA. This guy has it. www.aiase.com. We also want to thank Remove It Restoration. Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members taken over? No one wants to go into a store that has graffiti or any type of things all over. Well, guess what, guys? The good people at Remove It Restoration will take care of it. 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. Also, our uh, impact wrap. You ever want to know how hard you hit the heavy bag? Maybe you're focusing on a new technique, turning your your arm on that punch, turning your wrist. Okay, maybe you want to start a different way. How hard do you hit those body shots? How hard's your jab? How hard's your right? How hard's your cross? Let's see how 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 hard's your hook? Well, now you know from ImpactRap.com. That's I M P A C T W R A P dot com. These guys. This guy invented this thing. You put it over the heavy bag. It tells you exactly how hard you hit and how often you hit. Become a better fighter. Get this stuff. ImpactRap.com. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, we all think the fighters are underpaid, okay? Except for maybe like the 1% of the 1%. Okay, we all want fighters to make more money. Well, these guys are doing something about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Go to tipafighter.com T-I-P-A-F-I-G-H-T-E-R.com Follow them on Twitter at tipafighter. You can directly pay the fighter and tip that man or woman if you were impressed with their performance. Like the sub, like the knockout. Did they win you some money? Yeah, throw them some bucks. Okay, throw them 5, 10, 20, 100. Give them 10 grand if you want 100, okay? Fighters, this is a way for you to make some more money. Jump on board of this, guys. Trust me on this one. Also, Hemp Core. It's the ultimate hemp protein. Check them out at hempcorestore.com. H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. I've been taking Hemp Core. My body has never felt better. Let's talk to Jessica I right now. Hello, Jessica I. Hey, Adam. Yes, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, making my pre-training drink and... Waiting on you to call me. Oh, nice, nice. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, Tyler Bowe. How's it going? What's up? We are talking What's to up? we're talking to the most, I think, one of the hottest fighters out there. She's she's sexy, she's hot, she's got a rocking body, and she's got a big fight against Misha Tate coming up this Saturday. Yes, man, finally. It's finally here. Night. Now, I I mean, are you are you I I I know you're ready, but are you feeling better than you've ever felt? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, in, in this sport, like, if you're not getting better every single time, then you must not be doing something right. So I definitely feel, I feel on top of the world right now. I'm, I'm ready for my opportunity. Good, good, good. I, I'm really pulling for you. I don't want to see Misha versus Ronda 3. Uh, I just, I feel like you've earned it. You've, you've been through so much shit from your car accident to, to your father being ill to being, you know, uh, just you're just a, a cool chick. And uh, you've been through a lot, I'm, so I'm I'm really pulling for you, Jess. Well, I appreciate that, and I, you know, what? I feel like I got, I got the world, just, the world's relying on me to get something big, and and I'm I'm ready. Now you got now you got machine I'm ready gun to show what I'm made of. Good, and uh, machine gun Kelly wrote your walkout song. Hell yeah, I did. He remade uh, Cleveland till I die. Thank you, that Cleveland dance anthem right now. Yeah, he redid it for me for this fight. And, I mean, he definitely would be there if he could. He's got, um, he actually had a show. I think he did a show tonight um, out there. Maybe it was last night that he, that he has a show um, 
in Chicago. I actually might be tonight. In uh, Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. So I told him, I said, set the tone for me and you'll let everyone know I'm coming. Nice. I saw, I saw Stipe, by the way. He came to my show. Yeah, that's what I seen. I, I heard that. I was really I was pumped that you guys finally got to meet. Yeah, he came to my show in Vegas. What do you think of the big guy? He's a big uh, guy, huh? He's such a nice guy, though. He's got, he's a really, really kind guy. And, uh, you know, I I really feel like he's being passed over right now. I feel like he should get a title shot. Yeah, I mean, listen, nothing, nothing's for sure right now. I mean, nobody said he wasn't, and, you know, I mean, it's still not, you know, like, nobody really knows at this point right now. Yeah, he. I was, I was making fun of his brother. I said he was president of the World of Warcraft uh, uh, convention team because he's, his brother was like this nerdy guy in the front row. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and Stipe was getting a big kick out of that. Which was, which was, which was, <laughs> yeah, because Stipe, Stipe's a ball buster, man. I mean, anybody else is getting their, you know, getting fucking ball busted. He's so excited about So if it's somebody else and it's not him, then he's pumped about it. Now, I saw on Twitter you were upset that Misha was posting her workout photos and then tagging you in them. Oh, yeah, she's being cornball and just posting me and things that I, I guess really were unnecessary. And we really, I, you know, I mean, I didn't need, I didn't need to be posted in them, but, you know, I, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure she's just trying to get in my head and, I mean, keep at it, I guess. I don't, I don't blame her for trying. I mean, <laughs> are you concerned about her wrestling? No, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned with, you know, really anything. And it's no, not a knock on her by any means, but, I mean, I think that again, people have been like, oh, this guy has no wrestling. She has none of that. She has none of that. I mean, I guess all, what does assuming do? It makes an, an ass out of you, ass out of me. So, I mean, you just continue to assume that I have nothing and assume that I'm, I'm not, I have no wrestling game. So. No, I know you have okay, no wrestling. What people's false expectations. No, I know you. I know. I, I know that. It just seems like she wrestled in high school. I think in college for a little bit. You know, you you come from a striking background. Uh, I know that she says she said that she's a better wrestler, grappler, and that she punches harder than you. Uh, I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm, it, it, I guess it's you know, I, if that's how she feels, you know, I'm not going to sit there and argue with the, you know, argue with someone about the way that I think I, you know, or that way that they're wrong. But I, I mean, I just have to prove it. The best way is just to keep my mouth shut and continue to push forward and into doing the things that I know that I'm good at. And I'm just, uh, even if she does just try to wrestle me through this fight, I mean, I, I have an answer to that. I have an answer to everything that is important to me and everything that I'm going to need. Yeah, why be passive aggressive verbally when you can just get in the cage and be aggressive aggressive? Because it, yeah, but it also builds up the fight though. <laughs> uh, I mean, your last fight against Leslie Smith, you looked fucking unbeatable. Uh, you, I mean, your your striking was so crisp. You you popped this girl's ear. She actually came to my fight, Leslie. She was there, and I said, you know, you, that you know that she's a girl that you can bang on her period because she's not afraid of blood. Um, <laughs> she was, 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 she was covered with blood. I remember last time you came to the show. On the show, you were upset. You were you had you were dating a guy. He fucked you over. He cheated on you. You were extremely angry and miserable. Uh, I, I was trying to tell you how hot you were and how and how you, you know you, you're a great catch. How's everything going with like the whole love life? <laughs> Adam would never cheat um, on you. You know, it's, nothing nothing's really changed. I'm still single. You know, I'm just I'm career driven and focused right now. And I, I believe that the right guy will come along. And I'm not. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not really. I'm not pushing for anything. And, and I'm okay with that. Now I have a new TV show uh, <laughs> coming out. Just so you know, and I may have to go on dates on this show. Would you be willing to go on a date with me? 
Sure. I, you know what? I never. As long as you take me to take me to dinner. Nice. You have to pay for dinner. I, I will pay for dinner. Uh, Taco Bell has a great menu. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't want Taco Bell. We're talking like a steak dinner. A, no problem. I'll, I'll 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 give you some steak, baby. <laughs> so, but but no. <laughs> you could get a carne asada burrito. Yeah, I will. Want, yeah, exactly. I will one hundred percent take you out for steak. No, but at the end of the date, if I try to like you know get a little frisky, are are you down or no? No, I mean, no, not on the first date. Ah, oh, fuck. Could we just skip to the third date no, then? sorry. <laughs> That's good. So you're more of like a three-date girl. Yeah. Right. Gotta, gotta have a couple. Uh, that, a, a couple. A couple, couple dates. All couple right. is two. A couple is two. Thank you, Bubba <laughs> I mean, Jenkins. If you're super spe- I mean, but if you're super special and, and, and I think you're, you're the one, you never know. I mean... What's all this if talk? <laughs> this is good. I like it. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. He's over here blushing for sure. He's like, you know what? I think I got a chance on the first date. I liked it. I'm pretty it's funny. Good. Girls like funny. Well, I think this one date will last three days. Now, um, I know there's a picture of you, of Joe Rogan checking you out of uh, your butt on the weigh-ins. Did you, did you see this picture? Yes, I've got it. seen it 8,000 times. Uh, what are your thoughts on this picture? I mean, I, I'm flattered. I mean, there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I guess that's that's a that's a very flattering thing to do. Yes, yes. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, you do have a you have a, you have a rocking bod. I gotta say, and, it, and it's good. And then, you, like your tattoo, it's classy and trashy at the same time. It's like <laughs> it, it's like it's it, it, it's sort of like a tribal band right above her belly button. So it's sort of like hmm, look down here, but not too low. You know, it, it's it's a very very well placed tattoo. My tattoo is up here. <laughs> <laughs> so so you got this big fight now. Um, with Misha Tate, if, you know, if you win, you probably fight the winner of Ronda Rousey versus Betch Correa. How much pressure is that putting on you? I mean, there's, I mean, there's no pressure. I mean, in, in a sense, I mean, I feel like the pressure is on her. She's, she's building these expectations and just kind of looking past me. As well as I feel like, you know, like I, there's, I'm not trying to overlook her. You know, like I need to take care of this first, and if, if the opportunity arises and I'm the one that gets to fight for the title, then I, I get my chance at the title. Now is it? Is I mean, the, the pressure. I feel like I feel like right now she's putting a target on her own back, and it's it's not making it's not making me scared. Now the last fight you had was in Mexico. Uh, now that obviously you had a couple friends in the in the crowd. This one's in Chicago. Uh, you are you live in Cleveland, which is not that far from Chicago. What is it, a couple hours? Uh, no, I, oh my God, yeah, it's, it's five, like five and a half hours, and I have a lot of people driving up. Now is that now is a lot that of people are very excited to see this fight? Is that putting pressure? Are people heading up for tickets and and people? Too many people are kind of like all of a sudden, hey, we went to high school together. Remember, remember me from fifth grade? <laughs> are people coming out of the woodworks trying to, to like, bothering you about the fight? No, not really. I mean, it's, it's something that I haven't dealt with before, and you know, it's something that I haven't seen or, or you know felt before. Like there's there's really no pressure going into this fight that I feel like isn't already pressure that is normal in, in every fight. You know, I. I I built myself up to this position. Like, it's like, how could I ever be upset or feel more pressure when it's something I've been asking for all the time? You know, I've been, I've been waiting for my opportunity. I've been waiting to, to get my chance. I've been waiting to, to be there and, and be at this. I mean, I'm not going to put any more pressure than, than is already there, and that's just a fight. Yeah, uh, I got a question. Like, do you like when there's more pressure on you or more pressure on the guy? Because personally, me, I fight better when you know I have expectations to to win, and and the pressure's on me. I just feel like under the lights, I'm I'm a better fighter. But when there's no pressure, it's like uh, you know, I kind of you go into it seriously, but you're really not there mentally like you are when there's tons of pressure on you. How do you feel about your fights? 
I, I guess I think I guess you're right in that way. Like I don't I don't feel like there's any pressure on me. Everybody already expects me to lose. People I don't really know what I'm capable of. They 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 don't really know much about me. So I guess like I don't feel any extra pressure other than just like the one. I mean I don't know. I guess I don't I don't feel anything. I feel this like it's normal fight. Like I'm not giving Misha any more respect than I mean she's a female at 135 just like me. I mean she doesn't. She doesn't possess any of these crazy skills that I should really be worried about now. I think I think people I are. Know, I, I think, I think that, I mean, ten years of almost in fighting now. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like people are like, oh, she's a seasoned vet. She's a seasoned vet. Well, so am I. I mean, I've I've been in this sport now for ten years too. Like, I I deserve my 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 vet time. I, I think people where the, what people are doubting is the fact that you you started at 125, and then there was no 125 division. So then now you're at the 135. And they, uh, what do you? I literally, I have, it was terrible going to 125. It was literally terrible. It was a horrible cut. If you had knew me then and been in my camp and no one would have ever known because I, I keep my camp private, but 125 was never an easy cut for me. I didn't do it healthy. I, I didn't eat for a week straight. I, I literally went off of heart. Whereas at 35, I'm able to eat. I mean, I still have to cut to get to 35, but it's, it's a finally a, a better situation for me. Like if you think that I'm just some easy little 125 or well, I'm a 28, you know, I'm going to be 29 year old woman now and my body's mm. developed and yeah. I'm, I'm developed mentally. So <laughs> that's, that's think as you want. Mm. <laughs> Keep talking. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, once I said that, I was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> you are a twenty-nine-year-old developed woman. That's what I'm talking about. My, I'm a woman. You're a developed woman. I love it. Now, um, now, by the way, Bubba has this new thing. Uh, he's a new spokesperson for this thing called Tip a Fighter, where if fighters, if you like the way a guy's fighting, the fans can directly tip the fighter. Uh, just so you know, just throwing it out there. Yeah. So you know, say I got you in the fight, and say Adams got Misha Tate. And we bet a hundred bucks on it. Basically, if you win the fight, he's got to give me a hundred bucks. And while I'm at the bar, and you just won me that fight or won me that hundred bucks, I'm like, you know what? She did a great job. She beat Adam's guy, got me the win, got me a hundred bucks. You know what? I'm gonna get tip her twenty five bucks. And it's that simple. I just, oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I this is new to me. It is new. new. It's new, innovative. It helps with the fighter pay situation, and you know we're just trying to get it out there to everybody out there who needs it. Yeah, definitely. By the oh, way, well, shoot! I mean, we we'll have to get that out there to my people then. Yes, nice. we do. Yes, we do. Do the fighters have to sign up and create a profile to get paid, or how does that work? Yeah, they, yeah, they sign up with us, and we create their profile with the pictures that they want, the videos that they want, and you know, basically go to tipperfighter.com. The fans out there look at your profile, and they're like, you know. I like this person. I like her pictures. I like her like Adam Hunter likes her. And let's tip her for just being Adam hot. tips after the weigh-ins. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I, I I literally want to tip her over. Uh, now listen. Now, now now Jess, what is it about um about Cleveland? It seems like everyone from Cleveland Adam fucking got a, loves yeah. Cleveland. Like I, I went to go see Machine Gun Kelly. I saw him alive in concert. He's there. And then I look over, uh, Drew Carey's on stage with him. You love Cleveland. Uh, LeBron James comes back to Cleveland. Stipe won't say anything unless he talked about Cleveland. What is it about this fucking Cleveland place? It's amazing. It's, 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 it's the best Midwest place to be in the world. It's on the lake. It's just, it's got a vibe when you come to our city that you'll never, that you'll never get anywhere else and that you'll, you'll meet people here that, literally are just all about the city and promoting us and making us better that i mean you just have to be here you have to check it out you have to see the people you have to enjoy 
everything about us like we do. So do the you dates know, in Cleveland. The dates in Cleveland. Your first dates in Cleveland. Well, no, but she, but she said, the first time we ever had on the podcast, she goes, ain't no guy from Cleveland going to say that they banged me. So so <laughs> if you love it so much, how come you don't allow anybody from Cleveland to get in there? Because I've never met somebody that is willing and worth it. Do you know Bone Thugs <laughs> and Harmony personally? Yeah, have you ever met Bone Thugs and Harmony? Um, they used to come to a couple um, MMA events. I've met the one kind of, I want to say... Busy, busy lazy, no, wish, crazy. crazy. <laughs> I listened to a few Bone Thug songs. <laughs> so you, you met a couple you better, of them? Cleveland is the city where I come from, so, so run, run. run. Nice. Well, I want to see you at the, <laughs> run, at the, run, at run. the uh, crossroads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I am so going to be rooting for you, Jess. I, I, everyone, you're a huge fan of the podcast. Everyone likes you here. Uh, you're such a cool chick. Sometimes I do get a little concerned on Facebook because I follow you on Facebook and you'll write, you know what, just for FYI, uh, I know I now who know my real friends are. And that'll be like your post. I never say that. I, I did that about the one that I was getting rid of all. I stop allowing people to follow my private page. Oh. And I, that is now my, my personal page is my personal page. If you are not a friend of mine, you are no longer on there. And I let people know you can't follow me. It's private. I need my own privateness, and I got crazy. I'd be should take mom freaking following me on my on my personal page. I mean, my God, <laughs> really? Misha Tate's mom was was she was she yeah, posting stuff? Yeah, Michelle Michelle uh, Tate Smith, Smith I, or something like that. And then I had like one of her like one of her other friends. I'm like, you guys are literally following me on my on my on my private page. Misha Tate's I mean, mom you, is following you. They're pulling out the works to try to get in your head. That's a bad sign for that. That's crazy. They're Misha Tate's mom the works, man. is... Uh, now, I know that like Brian Caraway is going to be in Misha's corner. If I fly to Chicago, can I be in your corner? And we could be like... I like give you I advice? mean, if you make it there in time and, and, and Marcus and Armand and, and Alex say it's okay, we'll oh, yeah. see if I can make uh, that work. The fucking three cock They're kind of strict, <laughs> but you got to get through those guys. Plus, too. Oh, great. Fuck that. Listen... <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I'm so happy for you though because I know how hard you work. I, I know I know a lot of the, the struggles you have. It has not been easy for you, and uh, and it's nice. No. And, and you're like you're like you know like about you, you like, like you're you're a fighter girl and you're 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 hard but you're not hardened. You know what I'm saying? Like you still have this effeminate thing about you. Like you st- you're still a chick, uh, even though you can throw down, which is cool. You know. Well, I mean, last time I, I, I checked and I sat down when I went to the bathroom, so <laughs> I guess I'm still a chick. Okay, good. I, know, really, I mean, do you look down and check? I mean, how, I know, are you totally shaved down there or just? It... <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. Don't turn it into this. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. I think okay. we were ending on a positive note and we were making You already got the first date, bro. Stay in so, there. <laughs> you already got the first date. I'm going to get wrapped up now. I'm going to okay. get my, uh, my hands wrapped and start. Beating some ass before I leave for Chicago in the morning. Is it shaved like a C for Cleveland? <laughs> or no? Is it? Um, <laughs> Adam, God, no, stop it. Sorry. Okay. Listen, I, I'm yeah. a, I'm a huge fan. Well, I'm I'm gonna be rooting for you. I love you, Jess. Thank uh, you. Uh, I love you guys too, and I appreciate you. And thank you for having me on. Anytime. You're the best. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Jessica. I. She doesn't know the dodgeball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Had she known it, yeah. I guarantee you, dodgeball was coming. Yeah. What do you think? Is she had like a C for Cleveland? Probably, right? Like dodgeball. <laughs> that'd be funny if, like, if a girl walked the way in with like a huge hairy bush, that to shave it to lose weight. Like, how funny would that be? Or like she did it just to like intimidate the other girl. What? Like grow it out? Yeah, so it was like <laughs> coming out of her trunks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
That sounds awesome. Do I used to hear guys be. talk about like, oh, like before like a wrestling match or like a fight, like guys, well, I'm going to stop showering so I'm smell. I'm like, dude, no. That, that doesn't give you an advantage. Uh, no. You're just going to smell your ass, bad. I just realized you're stinky. Yeah. Now, you're, so- now you're just mad at the guy because he's yeah. dirty. You no, know, Ben Askren doesn't dirty. use deodorant. He came on the show. He said he never wears deodorant. He says he doesn't smell, but uh, I mean, that's why his nickname is Funky. I'm like, put it together, dude. I'm going to guess he smells. He often he often didn't wear shoes either. That was Jessica I. Beautiful, awesome, talented. I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm in love. I am in love. But listen, our, our next guest uh, I'm in love with also in a different way, more of a romance kind of thing. Kevin Lee, where you're going to talk to him, this rising star, the Motown phenom. But first, I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, www.aiase.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Guys, you want to decorate your man cave? These are the guys to go see. Plus, they have amazing signings. I'm telling you, like they have legitimate stars signed at their, at their events. So check them out at www.aiase.com. Also, has your business been vandalized? Has your storefront been tagged up? Come on, people. That's horrible. But you know what? The good people at Remove It Restoration will take care of it. And the guy, Eric, he's a huge MMA fan. He is good people. He will take care of it. Uh, just go to removeitrestoration.com. That's removeitrestoration.com. 1-888-424-9697. Also, Impact Wrap. Do you own a heavy bag? You want to see how hard you hit? Okay. You want to see how tough you are, how much power you really have? Well, check it out. ImpactRap.com. I-M-P-A-C-T-W-R-A-P.com. These guys, they created this device. goes over your heavy bag. It tells you how often you hit and how hard you hit. This is a... Uh, this is the shit. You and your friends have a debate. I can hit harder than you. No, I can hit harder than you. Well, guess what? Debate over. Check them out. www.impactwrap.com. Also, I would like to thank Tip a Fighter. These guys are revolutionizing everything. They are getting the fighters paid more money. These men, these women, they go out there. They bust their ass. They entertain us. Weekly, sometimes three days a week. Well, guess what? Now they're going to be paid more thanks to tipafighter.com. T-I-P-A-F-I-G-H-T-E-R.com. Follow them at tipafighter. Pay the man or woman, okay? As well as Hemp Core, the ultimate hemp protein. You can get them at www.hempcorstore.com. It's gluten-free. It's GMO-free. It can be used in drinks. Food, super universal. Man has been using this stuff forever for a reason. Why? Because it helps you out. It's good for you. Pick it up. Say, use the promo Adam. You get 15% off. We're going to call the Motown Phenom who said he's going to bang his wife during the interview. Well, let's see if he actually does it. Is he trying to one up up there? Yeah, he's just, yeah, exactly. He says he's going to bang his wife. If he doesn't, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Hello? Is this the Motown Phenom? Hey, you know it is. Well, I know it is. It's it's me. We got Bubba Jenkins in the house. Tyler Bowe, how are you? Good, good. I'm going great. Your last fight, man. Holy shit. I was there. 
I was there live in person. You looked like. Oh, were you? Yeah, you were. You, I know you, got there. you were on top of your game, man. On, I mean, you you stopped a guy, James Munsari, who uh, who's no joke. This kid's a <laughs> this kid, this kid's a, a, a really good karate, awkward fighter, and it seemed like when he was doing his karate kicks on you, you almost got like annoyed and did it. You did the moves right back to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wanted to show him that. Uh, you know, I can do that shit too. Like all the flying kicks, the the jumping kicks, the switch kicks, and do all that. I can do all that shit, so it don't matter. I mean, was that was that part of your plan, or you just kind of like improvised on the uh, spot? Nah, like you said, it kind of annoyed me a little bit. Uh, you know, I hit him with a hard uh, right kick, and then he went for that that jumping uh, switch kick. So it kind of annoyed me. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it too." You know. <laughs> Yeah, you did it right back at him. It was funny. The, 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 the uh, crowd was laughing because they could tell that you were like, man, you want to fucking fuck with this? All right, I'll do it right back to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I almost landed it too. And then, uh, you know, when I when I went back and I watched the tape, uh, um, Ken Flo was doing the commentary, and he was like, oh, you better, uh, you better watch out trading kicks with Mutasri, you know, because of his uh, Taekwondo background. And shit. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'll do I'll kick the shit out of him. You know? do, you, so, do you feel like pretty it's pretty much di- was my, my mindset? Do you feel like it's disrespectful if a guy tries to get like fancy pants on you or? No, not really. Uh, you know, that's kind of his game. Yeah. But you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's some guys they do it, and that, that's just part of the game. You but know, you're from Detroit. You're from Detroit, so you can't let that shit happen to a guy from Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I can't let it slide. Now, uh, now, now you. Now, by the way, on the screen. They put his picture and then they put Kevin Lee under it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. That, I thought it was more. I thought it was more funny than anything. Yeah. Uh, when somebody told me that afterwards, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, you know, they saw Lee and then uh, I guess they they just assumed it was a Chinese <laughs> dude, but you know, and that just goes to show though, like those those like the whole thing, the whole vibe that I was getting from uh from the whole week was. Those new guys that they got to replace Bert, like, really don't know what the fuck they doing, to be honest with you. Like, if Bert was there, like, shit like that would never happen, you know? Yeah. Like, there was one dude, one dude didn't even know who Frank Mir was. Like, Frank Mir <laughs> was sitting right next to him, 285 pounds, you know? Big dude, gigantic fucking head. Like, you can't miss the guy. And he's yeah. been fighting for 10, 15 years. And this dude's, like, like... Does anybody know Frank? Like, what do you mean? Does anybody know Frank? You know, the guy <laughs> the fucking show. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it seemed yeah, like it's a bunch of yeah, and there was like fifteen security guards there that were looked like they were ready to fight the crowd. Like, relax, guys. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think this whole the whole you know Reebok the new era and stuff like that has just got to ro- work out all the kinks and stuff like that. So, you know, broadcasting uh, errors like that will probably keep happening. Now you're funny though, man. Like you, you put on Twitter that you wanted that fifty thousand dollar bonus, and then you tagged Dana White, and then said, "Hey, it would have changed my life, but I guess that's how things go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I um, because Dana wasn't Dana was at the fights, but he wasn't at the post fight press conference. Uh, Dave Scholler was, so I kind of already was was talking to Scholler about it, and I was like, "Well, fuck, you know, but at least break me off a little something on the back end of it, you know." But. No, Dana wasn't there. I didn't get to talk to him yet. You're very vocal on Twitter. I, you know, you're also a guy that I think is like you're 22 years old. You had two years of college wrestling. You made it to the, uh, Division Two mm-hmm. Nationals. Then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to MMA. You, 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 you have no backup plan. You're, but you're 22 in the UFC. You're now 10 and one. 
Yeah, I mean you're you're a really good fighter. Eleven and one now. Eleven and one. So, sorry, your only your only exactly. loss was to Ally Aquinta, <laughs> which you could argue that you came back and won the next two rounds. I mean it was a very close fight. Uh, you keep calling Ally Aquinta back out. Uh, how, do you think mm-hmm, you think mm-hmm. he's going to accept it or no? You know, I when 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 Gil fell off, uh, I hit up my manager. Hit up Joe right away because he already knew. My manager knows I, I want that fight over anything else. So I hit up my manager. I'm like, hey, give me that fight. He's like, I already I already contacted Joe. They offered him the fight versus me, but he rather sat out with his knee. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think he wants it. But, you know, I, I can't really say that I blame him either because he. I think he knows me with a full camp and doing the right shit. Like, uh, I'm a, you know, it, it's a it's a winnable fight for me, you know, really winnable. Like, it's easy win for me, I think. So, you know, that that's one that I want back. You know, he caught me when I was young. He beat up on a kid. And now you know I'm a grown ass man, so uh, I, I want that one back for sure. But uh, wait, the you know, first, if the, I don't get it, then and I end up passing him, and we meet at the top or something like that. If he keeps winning, then so be it. That that uh, first fight you took on how how uh, short notice? Yeah, uh, I, I took it uh, three weeks. I had to train for that fight. It was like right after Christmas, so you know I, I had all got you know I was fat, you know I've eaten <laughs> fucking turkey dinner, and you know. Mom was cooking good, sweet potato pie from grandma. You know, I was eating good. I got the call. It was like, we want you to fight Al in, in New Jersey. So majority of those three weeks that I had to prepare, I was just cutting weight. I was like, I was like 190 pounds almost. So, Damn. you know, I, most of it, I was just cutting weight. Now, so how, how do you I think you would, in, yeah. didn't do what I was supposed to do, you know? You, you still, you still, I mean, you came back. You got, you got dropped first. You came back. It was a real competitive fight. You almost won that fight. Since then, you've won four in a row. Uh, your last fight was super impressive. I remember the last time you came on the podcast, you made some noise because you said that you would fuck up Nate Diaz, right? Yeah, yeah, I still would. I'd send Nate into retirement. You know, uh, I, I don't think you know. I think all those guys, all the they're old, they're they're ready to go. Like they're just waiting for that extra little push to get out. <laughs> uh, Nate's been fighting since fucking two thousand five. You know, like <laughs> in the UFC, like he's ready to go. Like I'm ready to send him out. So if they wanted to give me Nate. Tomorrow, I take the fight with Nate. That's, that's an easy fight. How do you think you do against Cowboy Cerrone? Cowboy is a tough fight, you know. I, I got a lot of respect for Cowboy. You know that. Like, every time we, we talk about Cowboy, I mean, I got a lot of respect for Cowboy. And he's a good guy, too. I hang out with him, you know, every now and again. Uh, good guy. Tough fight. I think he's one-dimensional. You know, he. I think he's, uh, you know, he, he stands in that tall Muay Thai, kind of looking to stand in the pocket with you. I think he's kind of slow, one-dimensional. You know, I, I think it's a winnable fight for me too. But uh, you know, he's tough. He's tough. He he gonna be in there to the bell rings. But so not as easy. Know, so not as easy as Nate anybody. Diaz. But you still beat Cowboy. Now, how do you do against Anthony Pettis? How's uh, it going? Uh, I, I'll reserve. I train with Pettis. Oh, okay. So All right. So you train I'll, with Pettis. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll reserve. Now, what, what about I'm what about you versus Conor McGregor? What about Conor McGregor? Man, come on, Connor. Connor couldn't. For, for one, for people saying Connor can't come up to 155. Let's just put that out there. Connor can't compete with us at 155. I don't get it, if it's not me, then it's somebody else. He he can't. You know, he was talking in bullshit about he wanted to fight Dos Anjos. Like he can't compete at 155. He his his biggest asset at 145 is his size, his length. I mean, at 55, it's some Shark Tanks. You know, like like it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, for one, my wrestling, I, I could take Conor McGregor down at, at 
any point that I wanted to, you know. If he tried all those crazy flying fancy kicks and shit, I'll throw them bitches right back at him and then put them on his ass. So I don't think he could even – I don't even think that would be in the realm of possibility because he can't compete at 155. I'm a, I'm 190 pounds. He's probably 175 soaking wet, you know, and my frame's a lot bigger. You know, I'm just a bigger dude, and I've got – just more skill, so uh, you know I'm I'm not too worried about that. So at you all. stop him in one round, two rounds, two rounds, <laughs> two rounds. He'll, <laughs> gas. He'll oh. gas. He'll gas the first round. He'll break the first round. I stop him in the second. What about Khabib? That's Khabib, a fight I want to see. Easy. Sure. You Khabib's Khabib. an easy fight. Khabib's one dimensional <laughs> as fuck. Like he's like the most one dimensional fighter in 2015. I think you know he's good at that one dimension. But you take him outside of that, and, and Khabib gets his ass whooped. But, but Khabib's like this amazing wrestler. He's never lost one minute of one round in any of his fights. Yes, he has. I mean, <laughs> if you, go fights, you watch him strike. I mean, he looks like a fucking, like, you know, you, if you watch him box in some of those rounds, you know, he, yeah, he wins them because he gets the takedowns. The judges give him for the takedown. But one, I mean, I don't think he could take me down as easily. And two, I'm going to be knocking the shit out of him on the feet, you know. I'm going to be kicking him hard. I'm going to be punching him hard. And, uh, you know, I think it'll be a real tough fight for him. If you go back and watch his fight with, with uh, Abel, and Abel's just a brawler, you know. Abel just swings for the fences, and Abel was outboxing him on the feet. Uh, you know, yeah, he, he got his back and kept Matt returning them, not even real takedowns. You know, he hit, like, 20 Matt returns on him, uh, which, hey, is boring as hell to me, but... You know, if you will go back and you watch him strike him, his striking is like childish, you know? And then uh, what about Rafael Dos Anjos? Dos Anjos is tough. Dos Anjos is tough. Uh, if you, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and I'll see him after he gets off that juke that he used for the uh, Anthony Pettis fight. I think this next fight he ain't going to be on that juke no more. So uh, I think uh, Cerrone will beat him. How do you know he was on here? How do you know he was on juice? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> how do we know? How do we know Dos Anjos is on juice? Come on. I, I, I rewatched that fight like two weeks ago. You watch that fight, you know for sure he's on juice. I mean, the pace that he set in that fight, I mean, just the pace alone, the pace. But you look at him now and from when he came into the UFC at like 22, 23 years old when he came in. You look at like just his body, just the, the changes in his body. I mean, it's, you don't it's think, crazy. It's you like, don't think push-ups like people who kept saying that Overeem wasn't on juice when he went from fucking two hundred five to to two sixty five. You know, Horse you meat. look at you can just look. That's a look test, and you'd be like, yeah, that dude's on. <laughs> he juice. failed. <laughs> he failed the look test. The look, wait, but you he don't think failed maybe the look test? You got to pass a look test first. <laughs> you don't think maybe Dos Anjos just did a lot of push-ups? <laughs> yeah and then one thing he says they they ask him you know they're like how, how do you uh how do you what do you accredit for this late career resurgence and he says oh i got a new strength and conditioning coach you know i've been putting more focus into strength and conditioning yeah no i mean you get mr needle it's, it's, it's a pretty good coach <laughs> mr needles his coach <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> mr needle now some of the things you say on twitter are, are really funny uh now, I remember when Felice Herrig and Paige Van Zant were fighting, everybody was saying how hot they were. You said they're just a bunch of solid sixes. 
think it's a four. Felice is definitely a four. You see that nose on her? And then your buddy your buddy was like, Yeah, I like a chick with a nose like that. <laughs> like, what, like, what the fuck are you talking Craig, about? Craig Wilson. You like oh, a yeah. chick that looks like she's been punched in the nose. I, what, I think she's pretty hot. I Come on. The, she's got a great body. She's got a pretty face. You think face. Felice is pretty hot? I think she's pretty hot. I, don't, I do. I, I think she's pretty hot. I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, you see her in person. Like, yeah, if you see her in, in, in photos and where it's like the perfect lighting and then there's <laughs> five or six filters and, you know, you got a professional on fucking Photoshop and all that. Yeah, she can be pretty hot. But you see her in person, you like... I see her in person. I, I, would, like, I, was, I would totally hit that. You tell me you wouldn't hit that? It's a different story. Well, yeah, that, that's two different, <laughs> that's two different things. That's two Those different two questions. Different questions. <laughs> would I marry her or would I hit that? <laughs> oh, all right. So you, so you, wait. So you would hit that if you were single. I know you're a married guy, but if you were single, you you would tap that. It, in the right situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like would I go out my way? I wouldn't even look twice. I'd probably overlook her. But if she came to me. You know, and she came with a few drinks, then, you know, yeah, I'd probably give her the time. If you had a few drinks is what you're saying. So if you had, if like... If I had a few drinks, <laughs> if she gave me a few drinks. So, so you would fuck her if, if she gave you three or four drinks? Yeah, yeah, three, three or four. And there's got to be something dark. <laughs> Cranberry Bacchus ain't gonna get the job done, son. <laughs> no, 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 Ciroc. None of that great goose. Nah, it's gotta be something dark. Something but, I mean, Paige is a hot chick. She's a beautiful girl. I mean, you, right? I mean, you tell me you wouldn't, you wouldn't tap Paige? I mean, Paige is better. You know, for one, I'm not into white girls, to oh, be honest. Okay. I ain't into white girls. And then, you know, Paige has got that whole schoolgirl, sixteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old type deal going on, and she just seems annoying as fuck. If you were <laughs> trying to talk to her for like more than like two minutes, she probably annoyed the shit out, annoyed the shit out of me. So you know, she loses just because of how of her stereotypes that she playing up to. So you've never actually spoken to her, but just looking at her, you could just tell she's annoying as fuck. Yeah, when we when we had that um, fighter summit, we had, you know, we we went up to the fighter summit or whatever. They were all up there, and it was like high school, you know, like they were like sitting in like a you know a group of each other and like gossiping, talking about absolutely nothing, you know. <laughs> it's like it's just fucking annoying. Like that's 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 like you know it takes me back to my high school days, yeah. you know. So so now, yeah, they, I, I, ain't, I ain't too interested. So you're a married guy. Your 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 uh, your wife is black. Is she light skinned black? Is she like uh, eight black? She light skinned black, yeah, yeah. She's a yeah, that's, that's what I'm yeah. talking about, dog. Little little yellow tail, yeah, son, yeah. Them light skinned blacks is hot. <laughs> <That's about it. laughs> no, my wife is light skinned black, so I feel you, son. I feel you. So exactly, you. So you know, then yeah, you know already. already. My, no, wife no, is, uh, light, a, my wife is a my wife is light skinned white. <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, is your wife a freak in bed? I, I would assume, like being a guy with a guy like Kevin Lee, she's got to be kind of a spinner, reverse cowgirl kind of girl, right? Yeah, yeah, she got to do everything. You know, she, I'm well-rounded. She got to be well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by well-rounded? Like, what, 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 what does she do? What about everything? She, oh, she's like, shit. she like blows you on command. <laughs> Wait, hold on, was that? <laughs> Wait, she, so she gives you blowjobs on like you come home. You're like, yo, the Motown phenom is here. She's like, she, she's like, you know what? We, I just want to give you a blowjob right now. You work so hard, baby. She's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can all dream. 
She give me shit as soon as I come home. You know, nah, I don't live. Take out that damn trash. Fucking, you know, I ain't. You know, I'm. I'm still missing that point in my game. I got to get yeah. that up. I got to get the pimp game up a little at, bit. Out there, you're you know, the Motown phenom like Floyd, at home. You're Floyd just Mayweather Kevin. out here a little bit more. Yeah, all right. So, all right. So, you come home. Now, after you won, though, she must have been psyched. She must have been like, listen, honey, I know how hard you work for this. Now, do, do, uh, now uh, Bubba says he doesn't have sex for a month before he fights. Is that something that you, you do also or no? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> hell no. Nah. Hey, hell no. Nah. Uh-uh. Not, I'm not back me. to the fundamentals, that, gotta, baby. You know, that gets the testosterone up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, that puts a little bit of extra oomph into my game. Okay. You know, I can't, I can't not. You know, if if I went a month without sex, like, you know, and somebody said this to me the other day, uh, they was like, yeah, you shouldn't have sex before you before you fight. It was like Mike Tyson went six years without having sex. And I was like, yeah, but then dude was like a convicted fucking rapist afterwards, you know? Like, yeah. just, like that's the worst example that you can use. <laughs> like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard of. Don't have sex before. Well, he didn't have sex in prison for six years. When he was in jail, he didn't have sex. Not me. Yeah. I'm talking about the night before. I mean, she she sleeps in the, in the same hotel room with me. Right. Now, uh, now I'm, talking, I'm banging the night before. Banging the night before. So your so your wife's totally I'm into banging it. Banging the night before. Nice, nice. Now, does your does your wife bring home other girls for you or no? Nah, nah, that's yeah. not, I ain't got she light skinned like black. Not you yet, you I remember I said that, I right? Light skinned black. A couple more happen. W's. A couple, you know, a couple more W's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little bit more money first. A couple more W. Now, who do you want to fight next? By the way, who are some, who are some of the guys on your list? You know, I want to fight uh. But he, he's already got a fight coming up. I wanted Michael Johnson is who I wanted. You know, I fight. called him out, and then he was on some bullshit, and he, uh, you know, he had said, what did he say? He said something like, he basically said something like, I don't know who you are. And I'm like, well, now I bet he knows who I am. Right. So I don't think he gets past Darouche, though. Darouche is fucking tough. Penny, yeah. I don't think he gets past Darouche. But if he does, I want Michael Johnson next. Yeah. Or if that fight falls out or something, I'm still training right now. I went, I went to the gym this morning. So if that fight, for some reason, Darush falls out, I'll I'll take Mike. Are you still training over at uh, Mayweather's? Yeah, yeah, I go there uh, twice a week. Have you but, ever, uh, today I went to Drysdale's. Have you ever sparred with Floyd? Nah, nah, I'm way too big for Floyd. Floyd wouldn't, uh, you know, Flo- Floyd's like 150 pounds, bro. <laughs> like, right. So I mean, like soaking wet, like 150 pounds. Floyd's way too small. Do you ever watch him? Uh, do you ever watch him train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched him. Uh, I watched his whole training camp for Madonna, and then I saw bits and pieces of the other Manny Pacquiao trainer. You know, he 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 has guys in there. He has everybody in there every time he trains. You know, it's it's always two, three hundred people in the gym when he trains. So, and it's a fun, it's a really small gym too, so it gets packed. But uh, you know, he lets people come in and watch him train do all this stuff it's even like if you come to vegas and you just happen to be a fight fan you can pay to watch you know and they take you over in a tour bus and watch floyd train that's so, pretty cool you know to watch him train is fucking crazy you know the dudes the dude knows what he's doing you know he's been doing it for so long but he works he works like you know he works harder than most 20 year olds really so i got a lot of respect for him yeah me too i mean that's a, i think that's people overlook how talented he is and how hard he works because of some of his, uh... I mean, it's crazy for for the Manny Pacquiao fight. They were uh, his his trainer had a uh, clicker, and he had to throw at least ten thousand punches a day. 
at least, you know, whether he was hitting pads, hitting the bag, you know, sparring, whatever. And that was just on his girlfriend's. Every single day (laughs) until the fucking fight, he threw 10,000 punches a day. Wow. And they clicked it off. Clicked it off. One, two, three, up to 10 fucking thousand. I I saw that. I was like, wow. Like, crazy amount. Now, also... uh Recently, you tweeted that Gilbert Melendez uses PEDs and still gassed and lost his fight. Shake my fucking head. Uh, that's for something you put on Twitter. Uh, uh, does, that, does that bother you that guys are actually taking this stuff and, like, you know, you have to fight these guys and, you know, kind of cheating? Uh, no, not really. You know, it don't really bother me. Like, they can do whatever they want to do, you know. Uh, you know, it's really not going... I mean, it helps, but to me... Is, is more of a sign of weakness than anything. You know, he, he lost that fight, and, uh, you know, he gassed during the fight, and he, he quit mentally, really. He quit on himself. He didn't lose because, you know, uh, Alvarez was a much better fighter or whatever. However, he lost he lost a fight because he lost it. You know, he lost it himself. So when you when you do shit like that, I think you you uh, you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself. You know, you, you're telling yourself you don't have confidence in yourself. You, you need to to get artificially uh, pumped up just to fight. So I think when he hit Alvarez with his best shot and Alvarez didn't go away, he checked out of the fight. He didn't even want to fight no more. You know, he just was kind of going through the motions, and that's why he lost. So the, the pads really didn't help him at all. Right. Uh, you know, and then somebody was like, I, I had said that, and then somebody, a, call, a lot of people were like, oh, they don't really help your cardio. He was fighting in Mexico, and that's why he lost. It's like, what kind of dumbass rationale is that? Like, Alvarez was fighting in Mexico too. <laughs> Alvarez trains in fucking Florida, you know, like, like that's not high elevation either. Like California is higher elevation of Florida. Alvarez trains in fucking Florida and he got his ass whooped in the first round and still didn't gas. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter that, that they were tra- fighting in, in elevation. And then someone says, Oh, peds don't help your cardio. They just give you strength and muscle. Like then what the fuck would you take a ped for if it doesn't help you win a fight? Like yeah. strength and muscle doesn't do anything during a fight. Like you really, I mean, it's it does stuff, but it's 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 you know it doesn't really. It's not guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Like like if you're gonna take something and it doesn't help your cardio, then what the fuck are you taking it for? Like testosterone definitely helps your cardio. Then you put it, uh, it helps th- you recover exactly. faster. Then then you also it, it helps you. Re- yeah, absolutely. What's that? And then then you also said when when Anthony Johnson lost to DC, nobody wants to see DC as a champion. Do you, do you still believe that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see people, and, and you see it, like, people, when they announce that he's fighting Gustafson, like, everybody's, like, pissed off about it, you know, because <laughs> they, they both lost their life, or they both lost to Jones. I don't, I don't think nobody wants to see DC as champion. It's a lose-lose situation. The only thing you got to look forward to is the Jones rematch, and it's going to go just like the first fight, you know. Uh, I think that's why the UFC put Gustafson in, so that, Gustafson can beat DC so they can get the, the Jones Gustafson rematch. Otherwise, what you know, Gustafson's not the number one contender. They just yeah don't want DC as the champ. You know. Oh, yeah, but I, I I think DC beats Gustafson with wrestling. I, I don't I don't see that fight uh, being. I mean, it'll be competitive. But... Uh, no, nah, I think he's gonna get picked apart. I think he's gonna get picked apart. I think he's gonna lose decision. You think? You I think, think I think he's, I think uh, Gustafson can stay on the outside pick them apart you watch fucking uh dc's boxing defense is just horrible to me you know like you know he he's like loose as shit like in there like you know like his neck he doesn't have any good defense so i think uh gustus is gonna pick him apart 
on the feet. And then also, you were you were very upset about the Reebok deal, which I don't blame you. A guy like you, you're getting $2,500 a fight. Uh, you, you said, uh, what a joke. I bet Dana wipes his ass $2,500, which is probably hard. Yeah. That's a lot of money to wipe your ass with. You have to stack it up. Uh, <laughs> Are it's you gonna, still? It's, that's gonna cut the anal for sure. Are you? Uh, are you? Are you? Are you still upset about this? Uh, you know, yeah, a little bit. Uh, the the clo- you know, and I just went through the the whole fight week thing uh, last week, so I got to kind of see it up close and personal. They they got. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like. To me, it doesn't seem like Reebok really cares too much, you know. I think they got a great deal out out of it, but I don't really think they give a shit. Like, you know, they didn't ask us any input on the on the fight or on, on the gear. You know, I'm gonna tell you about these pants that they gave me. You know, the the walkout pants. I didn't even wear them even after they tailored them. They gave me some fucking pants. They're the ones who took my measurement at the at the fighter summit. They gave me some pants that were 32 on the waist. And the leg length was for somebody that's seven foot four. <laughs> My whole shoe was in the fucking pants. You know? like the pants was on the ground. My whole shoe, my whole everything was in the pants. When she went to try and do the tailor, and she rolled it up. The the roll up was up to my knee, you know, like it was almost twice as long as my leg is. They gave you Stefan Struist uh, Reebok stuff. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, bro, I I mean nothing that they gave me fit to be honest. Like nothing they gave me fit. They had to redo everything, and they're the ones who took my measurements. Uh, so it didn't seem like they really gave a shit. Like, well, well, Bubba like, Bubba has a solution here. I got this thing called Tipifier, man. It'd be perfect for a person like you because, you know, you're flashy and everybody likes that mouth you got. So, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a thing that, you know, you build the fans, your fans follow you and stuff like that. We got Tipifier.com. Basically, you put your profile up there or we put your profile up there. You're one of our athletes and they like you fighting. They like your wins. You, um, someone bets on you or something like that. They win 100 bucks. They basically just tip you whatever they want. The minimum you can tip oh, is five bucks. But yeah, they just they just tip okay. you for winning. They tip you for not tapping in a choke or something. They tip you for what for whatever. I mean, you get tipped the taxi driver on the way to the fight. Then you tip the bartender at the fight. But then the fighters are out there fighting and they don't get no money for it really. So it's it's a way that yeah. the fans can get closer. You'd be like, yo, after I knock this dude out, the highest tipper gets my gloves or gets my long ass seven foot four Reebok <laughs> pants. And people are gonna be like, yo, what? You know okay, what? I want them okay. pants and I'll tip them. So so, so the fans. Do, the fans directly pay the fighters. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, and we don't got to be on the. It? Yeah, you we already. We already got it up and running, bro. We, I got to get your number and we send it to you and, and set you up straight up. Kevin All Lee. Right, for sure, yeah. Because honestly. I'm down with that. I, that's I, mean, like, I am honestly you're one of the guys out there that I'm like, this kid. I, I remember, I think it was your second fight. Joe Rogan being like, man, this fucking, it's scary how good these, 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 these new guys are. You really are this new breed of fighter. And, uh, and I think the fact that you're married, you have a kid, right? No, I ain't got no kid, bro. <laughs> no, nah, not for me. All right, so uh, I, I, I think no that kid. you're married. You don't do drugs. You don't really drink. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you're very straightforward. You're in the gym all the time. You're in Vegas training with Drysdale, training with Mayweather. I, I think you're the future, man. I really am. And you got, hey, you got fucking I balls. I appreciate it. You got balls, man. Like I, like, I knew it. And then when you came to the show, when you came to my comedy show by yourself, 
I'm like, this guy doesn't give a fuck. He has no entourage. <laughs> he, he he came by himself. He he was just. I was like, hey, want to come? You're like, sure. This is this is this kid's the real deal. Like you, he, something about hey, you, man. Well, I appreciate it, bro. And the fact that you're calling out Nate Diaz after your second UFC fight, <laughs> I'm like, this, this dude's crazy. <laughs> this dude's crazy. I'm still looking for the Nate fight. I don't think Nate wants to fight no more, though. I think he's done. He's only had, what, two fights in the last three years, something like that? His brother's going to jail uh, for a DUI. He's doing two days for a DUI. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are dumbasses. So, these guys are so talented. You know, they're so ta- they've they've won the genetic lottery. They're they're such talented guys. It's like, what are you doing? You don't need to be in jail. You're yeah. you're a, you're a star. You're a, you're, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot is what you are. You know. Have a. Have people you know, have do it. have have any traps fallen for you? Have any guys offered you cocaine after fights? Hookers? Uh, have you seen any nah, of that? No, 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 not me. You know, I'm 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 more like a straightforward. You know, I keep I don't even I keep a very small circle. You know, like I'm talking like two or three people, like real small. You know, so I don't even go out and like, you know, I'm I've only been out like a handful of times since I've been here in Vegas. So. Nah, I don't never, I don't never run across none of them like that. Like whenever I go out, it's like with family or you know, like real, real close friends, close friends, shit like that. Like my girl and stuff like that. So it ain't, it ain't never, you know, I don't never get too wild. What do you think of Bubba Jenkins? What do I think of Bubba Jenkins? <laughs> He's right here. That's why. This is <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I know. I know. Well, no, nah, I like Bubba. You know, I, actually, I mean, I've been watching like for real. I've been watching since I wrestled in college. Like when you when you won the 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 uh, when you beat David Taylor, I was in college at the right, time I was right. a freshman. So we we were uh, we were at nationals in D two, and we were watching uh, we were watching the nationals like in the hotel room. You know, it was like a day before we we competed or whatever. So we were watching in the hotel room when you fucking stuck uh, stuck David with that. Uh, rolling uh, that cradle. suicide cradle. I call it the Taylor Take suicide nowadays. Suicide cradle. <laughs> the rolling cradle was suicide. Yep. You know, no, we were watching. So no, I, I became a fan right then and there. He already knowing. He already know. It's that. It's that light skinned uh, black female thing. We we, we got a connection already, <laughs> dog. You, you already know <laughs> how to deal with one. If you can deal with one of them, you can fight in the UFC. Bellator. It's it's all good. You guys should wife swap. You know what it is. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, they got a say in this thing. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Can't, can't happen. Wait, so what is it? You think, you think light-skinned girls are harder to deal with because they just have a more like more of a fire plug? Or what, what is it? Depends. Black on. girls in general got, you know, they got a little more funk to them. You know, they got a little more attitude to like that. Light-skinned black girls are usually a little more stuck up, you know, like... You know, so they got that they got that attitude and stuck up like like white girls. I think you can easily like you know you just take advantage of them. Like they fucking like got low self esteem and daddy issues and all this shit. Like black girls, like they they got more a little fire to them. You know, like more like a Mexican girl or something. You know, like they got a little more confidence in themselves. Now, when you say take advantage, you don't, you don't mean like t- like get them drunk and take advantage. You mean, like you mean just like party with them? You mean, no, or? I just mean like. Like whenever I see, <laughs> I mean, this is gonna sound real bad. <laughs> oh, you you too late. Anyway. You already sound real bad. All right, go on. <laughs> I'm gonna say it anyway. Like whenever I like hear about like you know one of my friends something like that, like 
like a black dude with a white chick, like he always treating her wrong. You know, he can say whatever he wants to her. You know, he be dogging her. And he shit. from like, Detroit, so you, know, you gotta understand. He's seen this a couple times. She ain't gonna. What's she gonna do? She not really gonna. You know, she got low self esteem anyway. Like she ain't gonna do shit. Like that's you know, and that's just. But but black this girls my won't have, life experience. But black so girls far. won't take that from people. They, they, they'll they'll stick up for each other. Now now Bubba said his wife. Yeah, yeah, she'll whoop your ass, really. Now, like you you sure. be in a fight with her. Now Bubba said his wife is completely shaven, and and, and like and likes it when he goes down on her. Uh, do you have the same experience? Yeah 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 Brazilian Brazilian <laughs> all the way. Nice. It cost me a lot of money too. Cost me a lot of money. It's like like a hundred bucks a week. But you know you spend a hundred bucks a week to get your your girl your girlfriend's vagina shaved. Yeah, she spends a hundred bucks a week on it. But wow, you know it's worth it though. <laughs> I believe it. I totally believe it. Well, listen. Yeah, it's a good investment. If you ain't did it yet, you know, hey, look, look up somebody. I mean, it's costly, but you know, well, they make sure to get the job done. There's a, there's a new thing called tipavage dot com where you could actually tip and have your girlfriend shave her vagina. Tipavage. That's that's a new thing. That pussy was good. Here's ten dollars. Adam's, Adam's also starting his own website called justthetip.com. Justthetip.com, exactly. Well listen, Kevin Lee, uh, you're a pleasure to have on the show, man. We love having you on. Bubba's gonna get your contact info. You guys are gonna make some money together. Uh, keep keep up the great work, man. Hey, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Absolutely. My bad about uh, Friday. Too. No, no worries. You know, man. We was on the, we we were on the beach all day, and I forgot. I didn't even have my phone on me. It's all we good. Was, uh, they took me out and they tried to get me to go bodyboarding. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm terrified of the ocean. So I, I was like out there all day. <laughs> it's just it's just one stereotype after the next. Listen, but uh, but but thank Kevin. Thanks a lot, man. And uh, talk to you soon, buddy. All right, for sure. Congrats right, on your success, you. man. Good luck with everything. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That was the, the Motown feat. I can't wait to hear the comments on this one. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. What do you think? They're going to love them and they're going to hate them. Yeah. They're going to love them and they're going to hate them. Yeah. I mean, but the thing that I like about him was that he's all raw you know like he gonna tell you what he's thinking he ain't gonna lie to you that's the thing about it you know people who, people out there can like people who lie to them and give them this fib or that he's not gonna lie to you you ask him a question he gonna tell you the straight honest truth about it so yeah. they're you know, oh he's cocky he's got well that's what he thinks in his head you know whether, whether you're naming guys that he can fight and he, he gonna tell you the truth you know whether oh that guy's tough but he's one-dimensional or this and that i mean you gotta appreciate humans like that because there aren't many of them there are going to be a lot of people who, who lie to you and fake to you but when you when you recognize someone who's real as Kevin Lee is or Bubba J then you see that they're not going to lie to you they're going to tell you what it is and, and that's it That's you're going to get what you want from them as far as the truth he's also 22 I love how the UFC has no like podcast training <laughs> they're like, they're like, he's like that's why I, I love getting the, my favorite guys to interview are the guys like Kevin Lee who are under the radar right now mm-hmm. uh, and the guys who are out of the UFC because they don't, no one's talking to them anymore yeah. and, and they don't they don't care either they're like the Kevin Randleman's mm-hmm. the, the the Don Fry's they'll tell you exactly how what, what they've been wanting to say their whole time <laughs> uh, and then the guys who are just brand new like mm-hmm. Kevin Lee but uh yeah he's uh he's legit I mean he's a tough dude he's he's gonna be a yeah, he's yeah. a handful big fan of watching him fight though because he's exciting he's exciting and he's strong and he's and he's disciplined and uh He's going to be a tough guy to beat. He's he's one of these guys that may not be uh, 
I, 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 I dare not to say he's he's uh, he's not great at everything, but he's he's good at everything. Mm-hmm. He, he seems to have no holes right now. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Like he's, a, I guess he's a great wrestler, and you know, but but he's not like a, a guy like Damian Maya, who's you know amazing at jujitsu, but striking is not developed. He's a guy that Kevin Lee has. He's it's just going to be very tough. It's hard to exploit a weakness because I don't I don't see any right now. Right. I mean, granted, you know, we haven't seen him against the tough top tier guys, but well, that's, I mean, he's been asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he want, he wants yeah. those guys. That, you know, no fault to his own. Some people are are not calling out those people or not getting up to that level because they they don't want that fight yet. He's like, yo, bring bring the guy that you think can beat me, kind of dude. You know, so you yeah, got no. When you're that. calling out Michael Johnson and you, and you're calling out Gilbert Melendez and you're calling out yeah, Nate Diaz and you're none calling of those out, are easy fights. You're calling out Khabib. I mean, Khabib is the most yeah. avoided fighter. I think in the UFC, and he's like, I beat <laughs> easy, easy money, easy money. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, I would, I would love to watch the fight, and uh, oh yeah, his whole list of the guys that he called out, I, I'm, I'm signing up to watch those fights, and, and I'm gonna have him on the tips for, for sure. I'm tipping him for sure for Murder any of those row. fights. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping him during the walkout. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I'm tipping him for the Twitter announcements. <laughs> yeah. Here's a hundred bucks for talking that shit. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely, but I think I think people need like guys like him. The UFC needs guys like him. MMA, I mean, MMA in itself needs guys like him for sure. Conor McGregor, I mean, what they're saying he's made t- worth ten million dollars or something, some Yo, crazy shit. If you think about it, the guys with the best mouths are making the biggest money. You know, it's not it's not in the fist. Chael Sonnen made a grip. Chael Sonnen got a title fight at the weight class above the weight yeah. class he just lost in. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's the guys with the mouths that are making all the hits to the pockets. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. afternoon hey is this drew speaking hey it's adam hunter from mma roasted adam how are you man good how are you doing i'm doing fantastic so uh thanks for sponsoring our show yeah well it's me and the boys that's for sure there's quite a crew involved i i appreciate it man i really appreciate it uh i've been taking hemcore and uh it's actually it's it's really great man i mean i, I feel a lot better after workouts because of it yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, uh, once I started, uh, you know, trying it, adding it to the diet, what a difference it makes. So uh, we just keep trying to pump it out and keep keep it available for the people to buy it. So it's exciting. Now, this was your idea. Did you start the whole company? No, like I better make that clear. Um, so um, being friends with Jordan Meehan, uh, he had some friends, uh, Brock and his brother Jordan, who decided to uh, start this company. And I'm more of a third-party consultant, sort of uh, help them with the branding, sort of the theme, putting it all together, online store, that sort of thing, and just uh, a little bit more behind the scenes of the day-to-day stuff. Wait, wait, Brock is brothers with Jordan? Uh, Jordan uh, Henderson and Brock Henderson are friends with Jordan Meehan. Right, uh, right, 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 right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, So Jordan, I mean, this stuff, it's like... It's, it seems like more people should be taking this hemp core stuff. It's, it's like healthy. It's natural. It, you know, it, it makes you feel better. It's just, it's just hemp. It's not like, you know, you're going to take the stuff and fail a drug test or anything. It's Yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, you know, pure natural protein, uh, you know, sort of uh, 
as clean as it gets as far as the feeling after you, uh, you know, let it get into your metabolism, start helping you out pre or post workout. Um, it's so versatile. I mean, just being able to add it to yogurts, or your, your smoothies, uh, salads, whatever you want, or just straight up with water and hammer it down. It's, uh, it really makes uh, longevity, stamina, all good things for the brain with the branch chain amino acids, uh, and not to mention, you know, half of, half of the scoop is protein basically. So it's, uh, it's fantastic. Now, do a lot of people confuse it and think it's like weed? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess that's just uh, part of the stereotypes that comes with uh, hemp. So a lot of it's just uh, educating them that, you know, these are the male plants. Uh, there's, there's no flower, no THC involved. It's, uh, you're not going to fail a drug test, uh, you know, if you're an athlete competing in the highest levels of mixed martial arts or if you're just somebody enjoying, uh, you know, protein after the gym, but you got a drug screen for your construction job or something, you know, it really just uh, works across the board. And uh, it's great that up here in Canada, we can grow it and manufacture it and then supply it to you guys in the U.S. So Now, do a lot of people, um, now, for some reason, it's not allowed in Australia because a lot of our Australian fans were like... Uh, trying to get it and they said they couldn't get it into Australia what's, what's, what's going on with that yeah, and I don't know 100% about the logistics of that. I mean, something Brock might be a little more in tune with. But as far as I know, um, we are trying to at least ship it there and see if we can get it into the country just as a, as a purchase product. But um, I haven't heard any resistance stories yet uh, personally, so I, I don't want to comment too much on that. But um, we are definitely in a position to ship worldwide. So okay. um, it's really just, uh, you know, depending on your country's policies and all that sort of thing, uh, whether or not they'll let it in the door. So Australian people listening, you can get it, okay? Yeah, yeah, good day. Buy some hemp corp. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, it's, now you said it's grown on the prairies. Have you been to the prairies where it's actually grown on? Um, well, I haven't been out to the, uh, it's all in Manitoba is where it's uh, sourced from. Um, so they're, they're just full of uh, the hemp farms out there. Uh, you know, and we focus a lot on the organic side, of course, which means the quality needs to be a little bit more um, strenuous and uh, higher standard. Um, but I actually uh, spent a lot of my youth growing up in the prairies out there, so quite familiar with the, the flat landscape at very least. So Now, what is it with Canadian women that are so much cooler than America? Like, I've been to Canada, Edmonton. I've been to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in Calgary uh, next week. I always get laid in Canada. Uh, what is it That's with fantastic, man. What is it with chicks from Canada that are just way down, much cooler when it comes to having sex? Well, probably a lot of it's hemp protein. That's got to be a big part of it. Uh, part two is, uh, I don't know, I think Canada's just a uh, population, a little less stress, a little, little more space to roam, a little more time to connect to yourself and, uh, you know, explore who you are, and maybe that just comes out in the sack. Who's to say? Absolutely. You know? so, <laughs> and then uh, we've, had we'll a, we've had a couple porn stars that have wanted to get the hemp core on my Twitter page. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that. That's, that's pretty exciting for the company. You know, <laughs> go hard. I'm sure the boys will be happy to hear that uh, it's making its way into the adult film industry. That's exciting. They need to... <laughs> They need to stay hard, you know, that's for sure. So, so do you think Hempcore will actually help you maintain a boner? Well, it's possible. I, I'm certainly going to go to the yes on that side. I mean, why not? It'll help you with anything in your life if you put your mind to it. So, you yeah. know, absolutely. Well, I'm a yogi, so, I mean, it's all... It's all uh, it's all in the mind, you know. It's, it's all, all, it's all part of it. Yeah, no, there was a guy named I think his name his name was Chad. His name is uh, this guy Chad. He's a porn star. He said he wanted to get sponsored, and then and then I noticed after he said that Chad Diamond, a bunch of porn stars started following your account. So I was I was oh, perfect. Yeah, I was wondering like. <laughs> 
Well, I hope we can ship some down there. It'd be great to get some feedback, uh, you know, on the U-borns and all that stuff. If the hemp core starts leaking into some scenes, that'd be great. Nice. Maybe we can get some kickbacks from that. So. <laughs> Anything that I can do to help, man. Anything I can do to help. Uh, well, I want to thank you for sponsoring the MMA Roasted Podcast Twitter feed. It's been an honor working with you guys. Thank you for believing in us. And, uh, yeah, and vice versa, vice versa. I mean, it's been really cool. I mean, just uh, talking to you and with Joe, just the whole uh, exposure that uh, the podcast has presented, the product has been fantastic. I mean, it's just awesome. You guys are hammering it out there uh, on the social networks and online. Um, it's just uh, the exposure is just fantastic. We can't thank you enough just for your support as well. And, uh, yeah, it's been great just to work with you and open some new doors. And uh, like you say, we're just trying to keep the – business going and growing and uh the more exposure we can get the better so oh, thank you man thank you very much and have a great week brother yeah you as well bro. well listen guys uh where are you gonna be tyler uh i'm gonna be at laughs unlimited in sacramento this weekend uh friday two shows friday two saturday one sunday Okay, and Bubba, where can people find you? Uh, Tipafighter.com. You can find me, Bubba underscore Jenkins, um, on my Instagram, Facebook page. I, I just got it because my my original Facebook page got maxed out. Everybody think I'm a superstar. That's not what it is. Just go fan page, and you, and you can find me at Bubba Jenkins. And I'm at, on Twitter at Two Sincere Jenkins. And uh, you can find me at Adam Comedian or at MMA Roasted. This week I will be in Naples at Off the Hook Comedy Club. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I go to Calgary, and I got a new movie coming out with uh, Layla Ali and Buster Rhymes called nice. Gun. I'm playing a boxing announcer. It's cool. Awesome. Yeah, there we yeah. go. It's fun. And then I have a huge announcement coming up in a couple weeks, which uh, you guys will all hear about. But thank you to all our sponsors. Thank you to Sideshow Network. They're getting up tonight, right? It'll be up tonight? Yeah, how fucking cool is that? We don't have to wait four more days anymore. It's a whole new energy in here. Uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, take care. Bye.